Blog Talk Radio. We talk a lot about the kingdom here, and we talk a lot about what most churches are afraid to talk about or don't even know to talk about, which is what the first century church was really doing. But just talking about it is not enough. We encourage everybody to join us uh, in their local neighborhoods, in their local communities, to find out more about what they can do to seek the kingdom of God and His righteousness gather with others who are already starting this road or starting to turn around and do things differently. Join us on thelivingnetwork.org or at hisholychurch.org. Go to the network links or go to preparingyou.com. Join the network there. It's all the same. And we'll try to hook you up with people in your local area. They will not be perfect. They don't walk on water. They are not necessarily saints. But they are talking about seeking the kingdom of God and His righteousness. And join us on Facebook. Facebook.com, His Holy Church, all one word. Join us there. We'll give you updates so you can start doing some studying and thinking about these things and start looking into these things for yourselves. But it's just not enough to sit and listen or to talk about or to say. You must become a doer of the word. Global government, the mystery school, Agenda 2030, chemtrails and geoengineering, manufactured disasters. We live in a time when awareness about current events and big media deception is critical to be prepared for the events that are rapidly descending upon us. This is Russ from Delivering the Truth and Exposing the Lies. Join Diana and me every Thursday night at 7.30 p.m. as we expose the truth big media keeps lying about. Herbal medicine, the globalist real agenda, seen through the propaganda. Thursday nights at 7.30 p.m. Eastern Time. We'll see you there. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, wherever and whenever you're tuning in from, my fellow Liberty lovers. This is Amber S. from Living with Freedom Ministries, reminding you to tune in on Tuesdays at 2 p.m. Central, noon Pacific time, for the Living with Freedom show, where we'll embrace what living with freedom can look like physically, mentally, emotionally, spiritually, and in everyday life. That's 2 p.m. Central, noon Pacific, here on Freedomizer Radio. Do you love the outdoors? Do you want to help make a difference for the planet? Then get involved in Collectively Rewilding. Collectively Rewilding is a movement to restore degraded ecosystems and reinvigorate sustainable traditions almost lost by working together. It's based on the idea that we can achieve more by working together than we can by working alone. Sharing the skill sets we have built over the years with each other and providing the community support we all need when there is so much work to be done in finding a sustainable future. To join our community here in Collectively Rewilding, go to www.collectivelyrewilding.com. Let's bring nature back into our lives in a community built for the wild in all of us. Please check out the Barefoot is Legal radio show right here on Saturdays, 1.30 p.m. to 3 p.m. Eastern Time, that is 10.30 a.m. to noon Pacific Time, 
as we show you all about your barefoot rights and living a barefoot lifestyle. And for more information about the 501c3 nonprofit Barefoot is Legal, please check out barefootislegal.org. Hello, I'm Mike. My birthing partner and I just got our new Lysenica Freedom Microchips. These microchips are awesome. They help me keep the freedom I used to before enrolled into Southern Hampshire Institute in Technology. I am Shmar. I am friends with Mike and his birthing partner. We met at SHIT. I am a liberal media major. I also just got a Lysenica Freedom Microchip. SNSHIT recently mandates everyone on campus get their Freedom Microchip. I jumped on the Lysenica joint. This freedom chip grants me the freedom to go everywhere I was allowed to before COVID. Now this chip tells me when I am and am not allowed to go outside. It also tracks my boosters. If I'm not up to date on a chip, it tells me when I need to get it by. This chip is sweet. Without this freedom chip no one is allowed on our campus. I scan my hand whenever I want to pay for something. It also calls for an ambulance when I get another heart attack from a booster. Which is totally not a heart attack from getting a gene therapy. These freedom chips are free. You can go to any drugstore or China Mart and employ with insert in your wrist. Remember, it is not the mark of the beast. You just need to let Lysenic track and trace your every move. You just need a freedom chip to buy, sell, work, and live. When you get a microchip, look for the Lysenica Freedom Microchips. They are sweet. Hello everyone. I am Broccoli Man. At night I fight for organic GMO free food. During the day I fight crime against child trafficking. Please watch my story on rumble.com. Just look up Broccoli Man and you can see my regular run-ins and follies with G-Lobalist, The Wiretap, The Millennials, and everyone else I run into. I fight communists and very pro-free speech. Just check me out. Broccoli Man. On rumble.com. Hello Freedomizers, I am Broccoli Man. When I am not fighting crime, I listen to the Proof Negative radio show. I am the Wire Ripper. Not only do I forbid you to listen to Freedomizer radio and the Proof Negative radio show, I am going to demand you wear a mask and get your naked body scan. We need to protect the one world government. You getting the real information hurts a crime syndicate. Do not listen to Proof Negative. You must now disrobe this instant so I can check your person for a constitution or cash money. Anyway, listen to Proof Negative on Freedomizer Radio. Weeknights 9 p.m. to midnight Eastern. 6 to 9 p.m. Pacific Time. Freedomizerradio.com Now, back to Proof Negative on Freedomizer Radio. Welcome to the Proof Negative Radio Show right here on freedomizerradio.com. Now sit back and enjoy the show. Thank you. 
Great night here on Freedomizer Radio. Of course, I'm your host, Proof Negative, the big kahuna here on Freedomizer. And I want to thank everybody so much for finding us today. Today happens to be Wednesday. So we'll have Joanne Moretti joining us here as usual. And if you out there in Radio Land have anything you want to share tonight, the number here is 319-527-527. 6208, and just press lucky number one on your phone, and I will make it a point to bring you into tonight's conversation. All right, so let's go ahead and bring Joanne in here. Joanne. Well, hello, everybody. Hi, Freedomizers. Hey, Proof. How are you doing this week? Hello again. Well, this is the end of the line for me tonight because tomorrow I get to go vote in the caucus for Nevada. I know, I'm filling in for you, and Kino's going to come in with me, too. I guess we're... you got to go save the country, though, so you're doing very important things. So it's okay. Take the night off and just go and go well, to that caucus. Well, I don't be know how important my my uh, my one vote will be. Normally, I, I would not say that, but it's a one-party it's a one party vote. And yep. uh, yesterday in the primary... None of the above doubled Nikki Haley's vote, so I, I was happy about that. I'm sorry. I don't mean to laugh. It's probably not funny. You probably hurt her feelings, but two to one, they voted for nobody rather than her? They'd rather have yes. nobody? Wow. I would take that as an insult, and I'd be, I would just disappear myself for a while. Yeah, that's too much. But, you know, Vivek Ramaswamy just said she... Ran on that primary. She got zero delegates out of it. And the people that are supporting her are the ones primary doing this lawfare against Trump. So those are the same people that are suing Trump. So, I mean, there's the agenda. Yeah. You know, um, 
Because Christie dropped out. His job was to bash Trump. So now she got to pick up the mantle. They're paying her to bash him. She's not going to get any delegates. She's not going to get anywhere. She's losing South Carolina worse than she lost to nobody. So, I mean, what's the sense of her being in there? They're just spending money trying to get rid of Trump. That judge in New York, he postponed that trial. He was supposed to give his ruling today. But Weisselberg, the chief financial officer of Trump Corporation, is now in negotiations for a deal to plead guilty to lying. So they got to him. So now we got to wait for this guy's deal, see what he has to say, because now the judge says, well, he wants to see if Weisselberg lied while he was on the stand, what he said. All right. Uh, I, might, I must not have caught this, uh, so you might have to fill me in. All right. The fraud case that's going on in New York City with Trump okay. allegedly overvaluing his property. And that one, yes. Everybody, yeah, everybody was happy. And Ergodon, is his name? The, the, he right. looks just like that E. Jean Carroll. Look, it looks like he could be her brother. Anyhow, the judge was supposed to issue his ruling today, but he postponed it because Trump's chief financial officer for Trump Corporation disclosed now that he's in a plea deal with the DA for lying, so they must have got to him. But there was no victim, no crime. Everybody was paid, and the they knew the property was valued way more you know, than what they're saying. But they've only given him credit for $18 million for Mar-a-Lago. Mar- you can't 16. buy a shed on Mar-a-Lago for $18 million. $16 million, not $18 million. Uh, so even 16 that's worse. Really, you can't, you can't buy a plot big enough to plant a hedge in that area for that money. That's got ocean on both sides. It's got a lagoon on the back and an ocean on the front. You know, I mean, please. It's got to be worth $100 million, and that's without the membership. And it's a golf club. It's a, you know, I mean, come on. It's got to be worth at least $100 million. And he only valued it at like 70 so he undervalued it. And everybody was happy. And they act like Trump walked into the bank and said, look, i got a property that's worth $70 million, and I want to take out a loan against it. And the bank said, okay, here's the money. That's not how it goes. First, you've got to have your financial people put the books together. Then the bank's people go and investigate and make sure the property's worth it. Then the title company, they also have their own investigator that goes out and values the property. So everybody, all of those groups were happy with the deal, with the valuation, the terms, and the loan was paid back. And what business is it of the government to get involved in that type of a transaction? That's a private contract. It has nothing to do with the government. The only business the government has is the taxes. And if he's overvalued it, then he overpaid the taxes. You're going to give him a rebate? Because he was paying taxes on $70 million. It's only worth $18 million. Give him back the rest of his money. See what I mean? Absolutely. Yeah. So, I mean, 
Now they're saying that Weisselberg, the chief financial officer of the Trump Corporation, lied. And he's in negotiations for a plea deal. So that's just stupid. You know, but they're probably putting the squeeze on him. You know, you're going to jail because, you know, I mean, if we go after Trump and he was a president, what do you think your measly little accountant self is going to do? You can't afford lawyers like Trump can. So, yeah, they put the squeeze on him. Lots of people plead guilty to crimes they're not guilty of because they can't afford to prove their innocence. Yeah, this is this is bad. They are doing every single thing in their power to keep Trump from finding out stuff. You see what they're doing to Tucker Carlson? Because he's finding out stuff, too. Um, yeah, that was a coup that happened in 2020. And we all know it. This is Obama's third term. Joe Biden isn't running anything. Really. So they're doing everything in their power to keep Trump out of office. And that will keep this whole scam going. You know, they perfected it. And you see Trump is, is, not Trump, Biden is threatening us again. Yeah, he's going to open up the border. He's going to stop deportations. He told us in his speech that every day the people are going to be reminded that it's Trump's fault. Mm-hmm. No, it isn't. None of this is Trump's so what, fault. What did Trump do wrong? Not not fill in that last little piece of border uh, in time for, for Brandon to take over as president? Is that what he's saying wasn't his fault? That it was Trump's fault? Yeah, but remember, Biden did 93 executive orders to reverse everything Trump did on that border. So he doesn't need a new bill. He can just put Trump's things back in. That's all he well, could do. Well, not just that. He can he could just keep the, 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 the books that we have already. That's all yeah. he has to do is, is follow what's already in the, in the Constitution. Yeah, and the laws that were already passed by previous Congress and presidents, to which, I mean, remember how long this guy's been in office? What's it, like 46 years he's been between being a senator and a now president and vice president? Yeah, he's well, been, he he's was, been uh, in office. He was elected in what, either 1971 or 72, I forget which, but I was born in 1972, and outside of those four years where he didn't have a job, he, he was involved in politics. So if you want yeah, to say your 50 whole years, that, that, that's fair. Right. So, I mean, he wrote some of these laws. He helped pass some of those laws. We have immigration laws now. Always had immigration laws. All he's got to do is enforce them. But he doesn't like those laws. He wants different laws. And he thinks that he doesn't have to enforce the laws that are already on the books. Although he did take an oath to faithfully execute the laws on the books. 
So he's not acting as a president. And he's bringing an invading army in here. Now the Chinese are coming in. Young Chinese men. They were 90,000. Chinese, 90, Turks, 000. Saudis, yeah, a lot of them are coming in. Yeah, well, Chinese is, is the fastest growing group. And they're all coming through one little four-foot opening in the, in the fence in California. Right. And they're coming in with no paperwork whatsoever. This way there's no trace of them. Yeah, the only paper they have is a flyer that tells them what to say and where to go yes. with the coordinates. And they're coming in there, spotless clean, their shoes are clean, well-dressed. They all have, like, very similar backpacks. Everybody's got a, a black backpack. They all look like they're a uniform. And there's 90,000 of them. That's a pretty big army. 90,000 well, 90, as of the first men. of the year, so it might be, it might be at 95 to 100,000 now. Sure. Easy. But that many military-age men didn't just get up and walk out of China. That's not how they do things in China. And they really think we're stupid. They're still telling us that some illiterate drug cartel member is doing all this. No. Our government is giving billions and billions of dollars to NGOs, a lot of the Soros groups, the Catholic Charities, the... Jewish Federation, some of the Baptist groups, to care for these illegals. Well, if you don't have any illegals, you're not going to get the money. So they're going around the world getting illegals to come to America. Half of Ecuador is here. Lots of Venezuelans are here. Venezuelan gang members in New York are wreaking havoc right now. Why are we still sending these countries like Ecuador and El Salvador and Venezuela, Honduras, and any one of these other countries, Hades? Why are we sending them any money? We even borrow money from China to send to China. And then we get to pay it back and pay interest on it. I don't know how that works. But we do it. We should be charging these countries. Or at least deducting per head. For their, for their migrants here, if we're giving them money to support a million people and we have a million of their immigrants here, why would we give them a dollar? And if we have a million and one, we should be charging them for the one at least. They should be paying us. I don't see any other country in the world collecting taxes from its citizens to send to the United States. You see that happening anywhere? Who sends us money? Not that I'm aware of. Yeah, not that I'm aware of either. But, I mean, we're the world sugar daddy over here. And we put up with it. I saw a meme. It said, we send our soldiers over on the other side of the world to fight for our freedom, but we won't fight for ourselves here. We better start fighting. Now they want to make gathering illegal. They want to make protesting illegal. Um, There's all kinds of stuff in this new bill they're trying to shove down our throat. Is that the one that uh, that bitch McConnell even admitted that it won't pass? Yeah. Yeah. And then four Republicans signed on with that. So, of course, you you know the usual four. 
Yeah. Yeah, who's this guy, Buck? Oh, well, that's Congress. I, miss, uh, I was talking about the Senate. You got Romney, oh, Collins, Lankford, and uh, and the one in Alaska. Oh, yeah, Murkowski. Yes. So those four yeah. said it was a great bill. Of course they did. They're insane. They... I don't know. It's not a good bill at all. It's not a, a that bill that supposedly for the border that they try to shove down our throat, Ben Langford. Okay. Now it says when you get to five thousand immigrants a day, then they're gonna put a two week suspension. Do they think whoever's running this can't count to four thousand nine hundred and ninety nine? Well but but Joanne, you you're missing the best part. Unless the president deems it, uh, uh, unless the president deems it's okay to bring them in, then then that goes out the that goes out the window. Oh, so he can just change his mind and just say, okay, I don't have to obey those laws either. Yes. But we all have to obey those laws, and Border Patrol has to obey those laws, and unless the president changes his mind again, that's insane. And there's no money for the wall. There's no money for security, surveillance, any of that. There's no money for more border patrol. There's money to take care of these illegals. So you just want to give them more debit cards. And and where are we going to shelter all these people? In our houses. Not coming to my house. Once you get them in, you never get them out. They'll get you out first. You know, they'll say you were abusive or something to make you leave. And once the government stops paying, how are you going to get these people out? You know, the government will pay for it for four months. Then what? Then tag you're it. They live with you and you need an eviction order and then we're two years behind. No, thank you. Anybody who shelters them is, is a fool. You deserve everything you get. If they want to quarter their soldiers in our homes now, that seems to me like it's against the Declaration of Independence and the Bill well, of Rights. Not all, well, here's the thing, is that the, the Fourth Amendment uh, protects us from having to do that for our own troops. But right. they can they can they can use the other side and say, uh, "Hey, you can go to this house instead. Uh, we can't. We're not allowed to be here, so you stay there." It's like uh, you're in Tampa and the New York Yankees come to town and, and play against the Tampa Rays, and the and the Rays say, "Hey, Yankees, you could use our dugout. We'll we'll use the the bullpen out back." Right. Exactly. Well, this is this is absolute insanity. You know, Obama when he said he wanted a civilian army, he never said American civilians. This is his civilian army. They snook at us in the beginning with young children and women in the groups. It was still predominantly military age men, but they threw in a couple of women and some children. Now they're not even trying to do that. It's Ninety-two percent military-aged males. 
single males coming through. That's an army. And you got 90,000 Chinese, you got Venezuelans, you got Ecuadorans and Hondurans. And I mean, mm-hmm. and they're putting them all in strategic locations. The mayor of Colorado was complaining that he's got over 30,000 illegals that he's trying to support and he, he's busting at the seams. And he was blaming Texas. Texas said we sent 12,000. Where the rest of them come from? We didn't send them. But then when it comes to that, they don't even care if MS-13 comes in here. And if you remember when Trump was president, Nancy Pelosi said they were God's children. And just because they have MS-13 gang tattoos, how do you know that they just are are not fans of of, uh, the gang MS-13? Or how do you know that their initials are not Maria Sanchez and they were born January 3rd? Right. Yeah, she was really stretching it. They're catching. They're still letting them in. O'Keefe just put out a video today. James O'Keefe yeah. used to have Veritas. Now it's um, O'Keefe Media. He put out a video today. He went in disguise into one of these places, and he had one of the yeah, illegals, whistleblower, wear a camera, and he was asking yes. them. He was asking them all kinds of questions. And those were some of the questions he was asking. Also, um, he found out the name of the place is... Oh, what the heck? I wrote it over here. Al Alitas. Or Al Caritas. Anyhow, that's the name of the group. And they are with Catholic Charities. They're a subgroup. I tell you, they got more security for those illegals in these places than there is cops on the streets. You try to get close to those people with a camera, and security's going to be all over you. So they're protecting their army, even from media. And even though their army has got scooters that they bought with their cards, and they're running around New York robbing people, watches, phones, they dragged some 62-year-old woman. This, one of them stole her purse, and she tried to hold on to it. She got dragged quite a distance. She finally hit a, a pole, like a parking meter pole, and she had to let go of the purse. But she got hurt. She face-planted pretty hard. And they beat up a cop, and then they skipped town. Four of them were arrested in Phoenix on the bus. Now, they took that bus. They only stopped in sanctuary cities, that bus. Hmm. The cops ended up being able to take them in 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 Phoenix. But at the other scheduled stops, they were all sanctuary cities. The cops couldn't do anything because they were given no bond. So technically, they're innocent until proven guilty, even though they got on video beating cops. And the people in New York put up with that. It's crazy to me how you you have Eric Adams, the mayor in New York City, who came from the police department, and I don't hear him saying jack ish about uh, about how those people need to stay in jail. Yeah, well, he's using his blackness now. You see him bragging about his chocolate city council yes. and how many chocolate representatives, and you know that's that's kind of played out too. 
They're, they're using this being black as a handicap. You see that? Yes. Um, yeah, he's handicapped because he's black. Oh, yeah, we're picking on him because he's black. No, we're picking on him because you're an idiot. But, you know, like Fannie Willis and, and that other chick, Letitia James, and all of them, even though they're busted with mortgage fraud and, and all kinds of stuff, same thing that they're trying to attempt to convict Trump of, that Fannie Willis is doing, too. But... Yeah, because she's black, we're picking on her. So black made you do that? Black made you lie? Black made you take money? Black made you go after Trump? You thought you were going to be a big man on campus? You're going to be as as important as the chick who tried to, what's her, Blasey Ford? I almost didn't even remember her name. Christina Blasey Ford. Remember she tried to take down the Supreme Court guy, Kavanaugh? That's about how important these oh, people yeah. will be. That's Thanks. right. I forgot about that name. Mm. Yeah, that's how important Fannie Willis will be, or that Letitia James, or any one of them. You know, they're just stepping stones, and when they're done being stepped on, they're getting, they won't be a thought again. But Trump had it under control. Now, these migrants... The Wall, Wall Street Silver did an interview with some of the migrants that were waiting to be processed. And he said, well, who are you voting for? And they said, Biden. And the guy says to them, well, can you vote? And he said, yeah. He said, I applied for asylum. That makes me legal here. So, yeah, I can vote. And they said, well, what about voter ID? You don't even have an ID. And they said, you don't need an ID to vote in the federal election. So they know all that. These are young people that are being interviewed by another young person. And they're just smiling and saying, yeah, we're voting for Biden. So now you've got 10 million people in here who think because they applied for asylum that they are in the country legally. Once you give them a legal status and a court date, then they are in the country legally. Technically, they're legal right now because they haven't been thrown out. But I was trying to understand the purpose of that that bill, uh, because there was absolutely zero in that bill that would that would help us at all one iota. But right. they wanted that sixty billion for Ukraine, and they wanted to basically, uh, they they wanted to make sure that that they can write a bill that brings in as many people as they want. I, I've never seen anyone so aggressive with making sure that that we're taken over yeah this we're in decline and look what they're doing to our men every country that has conquered another country throughout history the romans Mm -hmm. the greeks the ottomans all of them once they conquer a country they feminize the men look what they're doing to our men they got them swimming against little girls, right. and it's all okay. And they got them prancing around in front of little kids and in women's attire. Our militaries have drag queen bingo. You know, they're, uh, while other militaries are gearing up to fight us, our military's gearing up to pick out their nail polish. Or 
or they're deployed. And they sure are killing them off again. They left them without defenses at that outpost and got some of them killed and a lot of them wounded between Iraq and Syria and Jordan. Yeah. Um, five Marines are missing right now in a helicopter that was going between Phoenix and San Diego. They lost a couple of guys off of a pirate ship, a couple of Navy SEALs. And well, you know what gets me, Joanne, is that they still say to this day, and I just watched a video that was dated yesterday, that they don't, they will never vote for Trump because they're afraid that Trump will get us into World War Three. We're already in World War Three, and we're not even a country anymore. We're a hallway. We're an ATM machine for the rest of the world. Well, let's just say that Brandon is uh, is right now. Uh, preparing for war with Russia, with China, with both sides of Israel and Iran, uh, and possibly some other countries, and the United States. Yes. Uh, anytime a leader has declared war on its own citizens, it never in the history of the world been a justified war. No, they don't want successful war. They want eternal war because that keeps their complex going. Well, that's they get that's all kinds different. Of... I'm talking about any time a leader attempts or, or threatens to round up its citizens because they don't vote the right way and execute them, put them in FEMA camps that don't exist, etc. They've never been on the side of good. That's always been on the side of evil. That's true. That is a very true statement. Yeah, they're not the good guys. No. Really? You know, proof. What if what if America's government is not good is not the good guys? Yeah, this is the first time worldwide that the United States is considered the aggressor and the bad guys in a war. Yeah, well we fancy ourselves as being the arbiter of freedom around the world. But why would we support Zelensky? He canceled elections. He rounded up church leaders. He rounded up journalists. He put That's a kill. Okay, people. He put a hit on Tucker mm-hmm. for interviewing Putin. Did you see that? He put him on a kill list. Yes. Yeah, you'd think that that's going to endear us to him. You're threatening to kill Tucker Carlson and we're going to send you money? I got a lot to say about that, but I got to watch my mouth on there. So, uh, Joanne, let's do this. We have a couple of usual suspects that want to call in and say hi to you. However, I want to get Mr. Broccoli out of the way because uh, I I feel like if I don't get it out of the way now, we're going to play it like seven minutes before closing. All right. Well, ask our callers to hang in there and we'll play it. Sounds good. Okay. Well, you just asked them, so uh, when you're ready, we'll go ahead and... So I did a continuation this week of last week's video, and so we have Broccoli Man at the border and G. Globalist and the wiretap come meet him and and try to bring him to uh, G. Globalist lair. Mm. I had to wait for... This isn't loading for me. 
It's all right. Play it anyhow. Oh, I got it now. It loaded. It loaded. I got it. Now that you have the new eyesight, I want you to make sure that you can see it. Oh, yeah, we're going to talk about that. I'm truly blessed. Good. All right. So, uh, and all all these Broccoli Mans, please binge watch this at some point. They are on Rumble. And just look up Broccoli Man. You'll see him. All right, I'll count down. Broccoli, uh, the wiretap and G Lobos go to the border. That's the name of this one. So three, two, one, action. I told you he was down here, G-Lobalist. That green dude thinks he is the ish. Let's go get this something darker and bring him to our lair. We need to get this yachts off the streets so we can go back to preparing to take over the world as the new world order. We need more of these illegals to come up here so we can have a one-party state. It was the funniest thing in New York City where some illegal dolts beat up some police. The police deserted him. So we arrested the policeman trying to arrest and desert him. It is things like that what the police are doing that gives us a bad reputation. These police think they run this town. Those illegals were let out of jail immediately. It was the funniest thing that that illegal showed the police the middle fingers when he was let out of jail. With no charges. I have been at this border for almost a week now. This has been 80 times worse than what I expected. This border is worse than a third world country. You even see children getting diddled in front of everyone in broad daylight. The border patrol tells us if we try to stop the kids getting diddled, that we are the ones that get arrested. This is unacceptable and we need to get this mess all stopped. Even people who are black are getting tired of losing their community centers and schools so that illegals can have places to live. There's that man dude. Hey there yachts. You are coming with us. You are breaking several laws in relation to climate change. Now you must come back to our lair to atone for your ruining Mother Earth, as well as going against our crime syndicate. Do what? For starters, sir, we noticed you are only planting organic non-GMO seeds in your garden. Mainstream media that G. Lobalist pays for announced that organics farming as now cannot be banned. It is better for the environment if you use GMO seeds. How in the world is that? Look, you are pissing us off because you are not taking our pesticides, our April produce, and have not had any of our gene therapies. You dolts and fast Egypts are not getting sick and dying fast enough. Because you will live longer, you will be using too many of our resources. We need to reclaim our foodstuffs and water. You need to give us your land and stop growing your own producers. This border is a humanitarian crisis. This might be the worst place on earth for humanity. You are providing misinformation, sir. This border is much safer now than whenever Trump was president. The border crisis is all Trump's fault, sir. We have paid billions of dollars to get these migrants to the border. 
The drug cartel and best globalists paid the Democrat Party to keep their yaps shut and let us bring these people in. And when a false flag happens where a migrant kills a ton of people, we can blame Trump and his supporters. Now we will have an excuse to place them all in a FEMA camp. That does not exist. We're shutting down your broccoli green dude. That's just too bad that you want my property. It is not for sale. I never said we were going to buy your property. We are just finna takes it away. Just like my best friend Klaus Schwab says you will eat Z-Bugs. You will own nothing, and you will like it. We need to get Earth's population down to 500 million, sir. You are super full of screen, dude. And also we are going to emulate what Colorado State wants to do. You will be paying a tax on every single pet you own. You must have a certified caregiver that is not yourself. That fish tank you have. You will pay per fish per hamster per cat, dog, bird, reptile, and any other animals you use. Your fish has 11 babies. Well, your taxes just went up 11 times. Plus you have went over the threshold of animals you can use, so you will pay even more. We must cleanse the earth of every single living creature in the door for Satan to take over this great planet. This means only the 1% will be allowed to live. Then eventually it will be only the 1% of the 1%. This means every tree, plant, human, animal, reptile, mineral, droplet of water, and every single thing that uses carbon must be euthanized. When John Kerry and others say we need a zero carbon earth, that means we need to remove 100% of all carbons from our society. We do not need you breathing our air. That is why we spread chemtrails all over the skies so we can block out the sun and cause your immune system to not be up to top speed. Plus it gets into your vegetables you are growing. By the way, Mr. Broccoli, why are you not wearing a bloody scam on that face? We need to make sure you do not get COVID. It is for your safety. I hate seeing your disgusting face. Everyone saw Dr. Froudy in court that even admitted that scams do nothing for your health. That is false information, sir. Wearing a bloody scam helps everyone live in fear. When they see a scam, and thinks to themselves maybe I need the new COVID shot. Besides, it helps us figure out who is compliant with our demands and who we need to place in a FEMA camp. Even though FEMA camps do not exist. Okay, Mr. Broccoli. Your days of covering the border are now officially over. You need to be captured and be placed in my lab this instance. We will teach you a lesson and we can get more of these migrants into the United States. That's right, green dude. We need to bring a billion people into the United States so we can stop climate change. How does overloading the United States with illegals and committing crimes stop climate change? That is easy, Mr. Broccoli. It means we can purchase more land in other countries. Pfizer, Modern and Bill Gates need to purchase more farm lands so we can control the food and resources of the earth. We also need to stop these migrants from taking buses all these sanctuary cities. It is waking people up to our crime syndicate. But on the bright side, 
We are allowing anyone entering the United States to vote. Once they cross the border, they are now signing up as a Democrat voter. If they do not vote, then we can vote on their behalf. We are also going to expand our live nickel suicide pods for sale in Canada. We need the 99% to voluntarily give up their life for the good of the Earth, which in fact is for the good of us 1% peoples. By the way, Green Dude, we are very livid about the idea of Tom McDonald and Ben Shapiro having a number one hit song at our expense. You will need to come back with us so we can teach you about less owning your carbon footprint on this earth. Hey everyone. Please keep sharing the information against these globalist chills. Their main goal right now is to reduce you from the population. They think of us 99% people as bugs that need to be killed. Do not let them do this to us. I disagree sir. We need to have the 99% listen to us so we can reduce them from this earth. They just need to vote for Braydon or Michael Robinson or Obama as their final act as a living piece of carbon. I agree. Michael Robinson Obama is a very nice lady. Anyway, as I was saying you need to educate yourself. Please check out the Proof Negative radio show. Proof has on great guests, excellent co-hosts, and all the news you need to know about. Do not let these globalists take away everything you own and then try to kill you. Go to freedomizerradio.com and click on Listen Live. Proof is on 9 p.m. to midnight Eastern Time. That is 6 to 9 p.m. Pacific Time. There are lots of other shows on freedomizerradio.com too. Just look for the schedule and check out some other shows on freedomizerradio.com. Okay, green dude. You need to remove said dungarees, blouse and underoos. I need to check your kumquats and your ice cream cones for any pets. I want candy. I want candy. Let me get that Tootsie Roll. To the left, to the left, to the left, to the left. To the right, to the right, to the right, to the right. Wow, That's Proof, it. that was a really, really, really good one. You touched on so much in that. I love Broccoli Man anyhow. It makes a lot of sense. But you talked about the GMO seeds. Oh, yeah. GMO yeah. seeds will not fruit the second time. So you can plant them all you want. You'll get plants, but they're not going to fruit. That's why they, they GMO'd them, so that you couldn't use heirloom seeds. You better get heirloom seeds now so that you can harvest seeds from the from the non-GMO fruit and it will fruit the second season you'll, you'll be able to perpetuate your garden you were talking about all, letting all these people in on the border you know the FBI did say we can 100% expect a terror attack and what was this you said about a pet tax well they all later tax pets I mean I think pets would be off limits it's none of their business how many pets you have and who, who they think they the are? They don't know I'll that. find the article for you if you want. Yeah, and then they don't want to eliminate carbon. Carbon's not a threat. Toxins are a threat. GMO is a threat. All those chemical fertilizers, those are a threat. Natural fertilizers are not. But carbon is not a threat. Carbon is what plants breathe. We need carbon so we can have plants and trees. And in exchange, the plants and trees convert that carbon into oxygen when they're done using it. They exhale oxygen. 
so we kind of feed off each other. Plants need people and pets and, you know, other things that breathe air and exhale so that they can breathe in. So carbon is definitely, toxins are a threat. Ammonias and aluminums and all of those, those are threats to us. And masks, you're right, those are a sign of obedience and fear. And farmland, when you said that they had the 1% is there, like Bill Gates want to buy more farmland, that explains why they want all those people out of the Southern Hemisphere. They have fertile ground, clean water, huge rainforests. So they want those people out of there. And Michelle, yeah, I think she'll be in by between March 17th and the 29th, the Ides of March. I don't know if she's going to be on the top spot or the vice president's spot. I don't think she'll take a backseat to Newsom, but that will be the ticket. I mean, Biden's not trying too hard. He even turned down an a offer to speak after the Super Bowl. And he refused it. So, yeah, he's... he's I was he trying to see the reason why. Did he give a reason as to why he was not? No. Nope. And uh, Jean-Pierre, she won't say why. She just said, no, not interested. So who are they going to put up there? Well, I figured that would Watch. be like the free way to uh, to advertise that you're re- that you're running for re-election. Yeah, but watch them watch them pull a bait and switch and put Michelle uh, Newsom in there. Someone's going to take that spot. Trump off it, and they refused him. So who's CBS going to put on after the Super Bowl? But that'll tell us a lot. Haley? Maybe. Whatever it is, it's going to tell us a lot. Actually, Chris and we got to watch. says he's considering, did you see this? And uh, and we'll bring Joseph on, and then Pianchi's next. Uh, but okay. did you see where Chris Christie says he's considering announcing his run as a third party because he, he believes he's the one that could stop Trump? <laughs> yeah, you do that. Yeah, if he, he doesn't even he, stop he might get one Scott. vote. Uh, what did you say about Tim Scott? That uh, Chris Christie couldn't even stop Tim Scott. How is he going to uh, stop Trump? Right. No, he, his job was just to bash Trump. And if he runs as a third party, it'll still be the same job. He's just doing it, you know, because whoever was paying him to bash Trump probably offered to pay him to keep bashing Trump. But Chris Christie's not going to be president and he's not going to oh, be I'm taking sure any votes from Trump. That. Yeah, well, they they really underestimate Trump supporters. And that Biden in his speech. Well, I'll wait. We'll bring your guests in because maybe they'll want to discuss some of this. No, go ahead. You brought it up. I want to hear this. All right. Well, Biden's speech. All right. He starts out with, oh, yeah, we got to pull everybody together and we got to stop this petty partisan politics and unite. And then he goes straight into tearing into Trump and Trump supporters. Mm-hmm. Well, that doesn't really tell me too much about unity. And then he threatened us, and he said every day that Americans are going to be reminded about the border and it's Trump's fault. Now, we all know it's not Trump's fault. He had that under control. And when Biden came in, he had 93 orders 
reversing what Trump had put in, the remain in Mexico, the um, apply for asylum in your home states, all of that, and the border wall. Look at look at Texas did. Their illegal entry has dropped by 76% just because they're doing their own border stuff. That's a big number. So you know, here's what I'm trying to understand, and Joseph, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to unmute you. Let me just say one thing real quick here. So let me understand, Joanne, that Texas and Governor Abbott, they're putting up razor wire as fast as they possibly can. You have the Border Patrol cutting said razor wire and going to court to try and stop the razor wire, but that's Trump's fault that the illegals are coming in. Right. Exactly. Okay. Just well, making what, sure Border I know the ground rules. Border Patrol has now refused to cut Texas's razor wire. They said it's futile because the more they cut it, the, the, the more Texas doubles up and doubles down. So, Joseph, so you welcome kill. in. You're back. You're on with us. Hi, Joe. Hey, hey Joanne. Hey, Prue. Well, Judge Cannon, down there in good old Florida where you are, she gave the shaft to Mr. Jack Smith today. Did you see that? No. What happened? Well, he wanted to keep everything confidential because mm-hmm. he says, you know, these files are too sensitive for the American people to handle. And the judge says, no, no, no. And you're going to, ha- you know, she's going to allow some things to be con- confidential, but most of it's going to have to be revealed. And guess what I heard is going to be revealed? What? You heard it first. They had another FBI investigation spying on Trump again. Another oh. one. Ooh. 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 Yeah. That's one good thing about Florida. We do have the sunshine law. Even the feds got to abide by it down here. I'm just surprised, though, that, that they haven't started writing a bill that le- that says we could legally spy on Trump. They may as well just do that. You'll have Bitch McConnell and, and Mitt Romney and all these other fools uh, signing off that it's okay to spy on every single thing Trump does. Yeah, but see, they can't make law for one person. And people just think it'll only be Trump. But you legalize it for one, you legalize it for all. And I think they screwed themselves up when they refused Trump immunity on the J6 thing. Because you remember Maxine Waters was saying get in their faces. And right. um, everybody else was saying, like, fight, fight, fight. And, you know, um, Kamala Harris said about the rioters that, you know, keep up the pressure, keep doing it. So if the president doesn't have any immunity, those they certainly don't. If there's no immunity. My, my question, what did they spy on him this time? It's going to come out now. Good. And it's just more, uh, you know, more exposing the corruption. Well, I and think then we were saying, And then Fannie Willis came out today. They went and subpoenaed the White House records. And she spent hours and hours with the president and trip after trip with the president. Oh. Mm-hmm. Night. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. And it even gets better. Giuliani was with on Roseanne. 
and he's yeah. filled beans today. What did and he, he say? says, I know the he says, I know the bank accounts that Zelensky had where he was funneling his money at. Yeah, well I believe Giuliani. They tried to make him out to be some sort of a kook. He was the mayor of New York City, head of the uh, the second largest intel agency in the world, other than our CIA, is the New York City Police Department. Um, I think he wrote the RICO laws, too. Giuliani did. And then they tried to make him out to be a fool. They spied on him when he was Trump's lawyer. But between Giuliani and General Flynn, both of those guys are masters at technology. They know every inch of a computer inside and out. They know how to run them, build them, operate them, encrypt them. They know all of that. So if they were being spied on, they know it. Because their computer would tell them that there would be an intrusion. They would know how to find an intrusion. Mm-hmm. It's going to be Especially, interesting. Yeah, this is going to be really interesting. So... Let's bring Bianchi into the conversation, too. Yes, I was all ready to do that here. Yeah, there's a bunch of stuff we got to talk about. I just wanted to make sure Joseph had some alone time with you. uh, Oh, that was nice. Thank you. Thank you. You're welcome. Now we can can all be alone with Bianchi, too. (laughs) No, yeah, Bianchi. Well, you know, uh, if Joseph uh, at some point... Yeah, Joe's uh, always sure. got good at breaking headlines. How you doing, Bianchi? Yeah. No, I'm fine. How you doing? <laughs> you know, I heard you make mention about illegals. I mean, refugees can't vote if they're not citizens of the United States. Yeah, but they don't uh, know for that. Federal election, not a, for federal election. Now, they can do whatever they want to, state, local, whatever state. And the reason why you know they're not citizens. See, a refugee is not supposed to seek refuge in the United States directly. Those mm-hmm. people came through many friendly countries where there was U.S. embassies. That's where they should have went and to. No so there's something, yeah, something else going on there. Actually, yeah. there, there's, there's, there's three countries, well, technically four, that can claim asylum, uh, and the United States is the neighboring country. So, for example, if, if you wanted to claim some of those truckers that were, were uh, in Canada and they needed asylum because Trudeau was about to arrest them, they could claim asylum in the United States. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if well, there yeah, was a war in Mexico, if the, if, the, if the citizens were Mexican, they could. Don't forget, too, yeah, but the- there's, a, there's a country that... Uh, it's very close to Alaska. Yeah, they can't. They but they claim can't asylum. Vote. The right. You know, here. Well, I'm just saying legally went, for asylum. Yeah, they can. They can claim asylum, but they, they if they're gonna seek refuge, they should go to the nearest country. That means that somebody's trying to kill them, and they can't vote. Uh, a couple of weeks ago, I went to my register, voting registers office, told them I wanted to redo my uh, registration, and where it came down to choose your race, I had chose black, 
And I told him yeah. I want to take this off and put others. I don't want to use the color of my skin to provide data to the courts when they come up with these formulas to create, create these all-black voting districts. Right. So I would advise people to do just that. And I also chose independent and not affiliated to those other two parties. Yeah, sometimes that backfires on your independent because in the primaries you can only vote for one or the other. Which is why well, I cut myself out to vote tomorrow as a Republican. Yeah, in Louisiana, if you you got to have something. If not, they won't let you. You know, particularly. Yeah, now like some states like Massachusetts and New Hampshire, if you're an independent, when you walk in on primary day, you can declare which ballot you want. Those are open Absolutely. primaries. But here in Florida, so can I, well, let me primaries. just jump in for both Joseph and Pianchi here. I am off tomorrow. Joanne is going to co-host. Uh, uh, she's going to host the show for me. So if you two want to call in tomorrow, I will not be here. I'm sure Joanne could appreciate your company. Oh, yeah, I'd love to have you guys call in. Um, Poof is going to the Nevada caucus. He's going to go help save the country. And that's the one that counts. The primary has no delegates, but this caucus does. Now, make sure you take Broccoli Man, too, so he can exercise his rights. That's right. Yeah, he doesn't live in Vegas, though, but, yeah. Yeah, it's going to be busy down thing. there, too. Everybody's in town for the Super Bowl. Right. Yeah. When that judge said that Trump didn't have no immunity, well, here's the point here. Let's protect him. Well, everyone, any American who has lost a relative or been harmed or grieved by illegals, like the police officer that was attacked there in New York, their mm-hmm. families need to file a lawsuit against Joe Biden because he's not upholding the law, which allowed these things to happen to these people by illegals. Mm-hmm. He has no immunity. And can you believe they were going to impeach Mayorkas, but they didn't? Now, I know he's just following orders, but that doesn't cut it. Not in, like the Nuremberg trials, not in the Hague. Um, just following orders, you're going to invade your country. And when they say that they do have operational control of the border, they kind of do. They, Even though they're releasing all these people in, they're taking names and giving them court dates, so they're legalizing them as they're coming through that door, the ones that turn themselves in. And then they're placing them, and they're strategically placing them in the biggest cities, in the blue cities, in the Democrat cities, because the red cities will be flipping out and sending them back. Well, yeah, blue cities are doing that because they want to create another congressional district. The same reason why they gerrymander in order to create all black districts. But those yeah, but you notice not, they're not putting them. They're not putting them in the high-end white areas. They're putting them well, in think, the black black communities. So they're replacing black people. I guess they're all done with us. <laughs> Trump going to, to well, the Bronx. Yeah, they're not citizens. They can't be voting. But they for don't know that. They think that that because that they were legalized over the border. I was just looking at an interview that this kid had with the illegals, and he was asking them who they're going to vote for, and they every one of them said Biden because Biden let them in. And we talked about that. 
They're not going to be loyal to the Constitution. They're going to be loyal to who brought them here. But well, they, they think that they can vote because they got a legal status as an asylum seeker. Now, they have authority to be here, and they have a court date. So you're not going to throw them out till their court date. So they are technically legally here now. So they think they can vote. They, they can't. You're right. They can't. They shouldn't be. But that's not going to stop them. And who's going to sort them out? You don't need an ID to vote in a lot of these blue cities and states. Well, that's the blue cities. But in Louisiana, you got the, the registered vote. You got to show either a U.S. passport to get a U.S. passport. You got to show a birth certificate showing where you were born in the United States as a United States. Yeah, we have real ID in Florida. So on on the license are your Florida ID. It has a little watermark shields and stuff that says you're an American citizen. And you have to show your birth certificate. And if you had a name change, you have to show, you know, a marriage certificate or a, if your name was changed by a court or something. Yeah. I was sitting so. in the DMV office there in Baton Rouge, and uh, the lady was waiting on some uh, two guys. One couldn't speak English. The other was, uh, they were, they were illegal because she asked some questions. Then the one that wanted to to be able to get a driver's license looked at the other one. Then both of them turned around and walked out the out the place. Yeah, and Boston, they're giving driver's licenses to illegals. Yeah, they get driver's license, then they one step close to voting. Right. They showing a government ID. Yeah, well now well, you no. got Denver, Detroit, New York City, Chicago. They're all bursting at the seams with illegals. Yeah, and, and they're still thing. trying to blame Texas. Texas didn't send you ten million; they might have sent out ten thousand, but not ten million. Yeah, and another thing: these states that are sending uh, their national guard down to Texas, those governors of those twenty-some odd states should move to remove Joe Biden off the ballot because he's breaking the law. Yeah, well, that reminds gonna, me, if Joanne, I, if I can jump in, Joanne. Right. Uh, I don't know if I told you or if I told somebody else, but I said, watch, Hawaii's going to be the state that actually goes further than Maine and Colorado and keeps Trump off the ballot, even though what just happened earlier this year in Hawaii, it's uh-huh. all going to be forgotten about. And sure enough, Hawaii went ahead and just banned Trump from the ballot. Well, it definitely has to make it to the Supreme Court because it's up to the people to vote for their candidate. Nowhere in the Constitution does it say the government gets to choose who's on the ballot. The people get to choose who's on the ballot. The government, the different parties, they can choose who they put up as a candidate because those are private parties. You know, some parties... Joanne, that's why I come there needs to be separate ballots. There needs to be a federal ballot and let state and local have their ballot. Trump is a federal candidate. He don't have right. to appear on a state and local ballot. He's he's running for a federal position. And their right. vetting should be different from state and local. So Hawaii is, is, is crazy. It's full of crap. You can't keep him off of a federal ballot. It's the federal government that pays for your elections. Because right. 
you allow the federal candidates to be on your ballot. So the federal Congress needs, like it says in the Constitution, they can have a separate federal ballot from state and local. The only thing they can't control is the place of choosing. Choosing meaning the place that the polling places are located. And the reason right. they do that because you got local people and state people have to go to a polling place, and the state should have control over where they are located. Right. So when people go into the polling place, they can turn left and present their identification, a passport or whatever the federal government requires to get a passport and get a federal ballot and vote for the federal candidate, Congress people, U.S. senator, and that's about it. Well, there's only two requirements listed in the Constitution for the President of the United States. Must be 35 years old or older and must be a natural-born American citizen. That's it. Have, it doesn't say you've got to have a clean record because the government can give you a record anytime they want. Look what they're trying to do to Trump. Yeah. Um, it doesn't say that any state or any politician has the authority to say who can or cannot run for president. States have that, nothing to do with who shows up on a federal ballot. Right. The, so Hawaii and all those other states are completely out of control. And what it really shows, the ignorance. Who would imagine that people would be so ignorant in their actions after looking at not only this, but other things that we've seen of most recent, too? Well, now over in Hawaii, the insurance companies aren't paying off on that fire, and the government has already started taking property by eminent domain. Yeah. What are they going to use it for? I don't know, but they've been taking these people's property away. If there's blight, if the mess hasn't been cleaned up, if you haven't had the property bulldozed or anything, they just think they can take it. So they're well, really they screwing take, those people. You can't, you know, the Article 4 doesn't allow the taking of property unless you compensate them. Yeah, well, what are they going to give them? I don't know. They won't give them fair market value. They'll give you a percentage and make a deal. They don't, like Medicare, they'll only pay 20% of the actual bill. So if your property's worth 100 grand, they might offer you 20. And if you don't take it, they're just going to go to court and take it from you and have no compensation at all. Or just send you a check whether you cash it or not. That's up to you. But that's it. They won't get a fair market value for that. And they still haven't found the children or the bodies or a school bus. And there's video now that come out today of people being turned back in towards the fire. The fire department was turning people back towards the fire. And they purposely caused gridlock. Imagine that. Did I lose everybody? No, I'm here. I just thought... Oh, all right. I just... Yeah. I think that uh, Hawaii needs a a little lesson, too. These are all states in the United States of America. And they all have state sovereignty. But use it wisely. You know, I mean... Why does everybody want to punish Trump? 
boy, he really ruffled some feathers. And well, what's your... Go ahead. <laughs> no, it's not why everyone wants to punish Trump. It's why they're protecting Joe Biden. Biden must have done something, and they got something on him. Oh, yeah. He's been there 46 years. They always, Of course they got something on him. He's been a crook that and whole the whole time. And the people that's behind, for however long it can go back to find, it's been part of destroying the fabric of the United States and pilfering the U.S. Constitution. They should be hunted down, sought after, brought to justice, and extremely punished. Simple as that. Yeah, well, the, the world order wants the United States because of our resources. We have everything to sustain America. We have everything from energy to fertile ground to potent water, potable water. I mean, we have everything we need here. So this is a big prize. They don't want the people because we're uppity and we think we're free. And what, So uh, we give them a hard time. So they're going to saturate us with, with obedient people. And what Abbott is doing down on the border is the damn right thing to do. People say, well, the president can can nationalize the National Guard. Yes, he can. Well, when you when they take off that uniform, they can put on the state militia uniform. Mm-hmm. And when they take off the organized militia uniform, then there's the unorganized militia of each state, quote, quote, country. Yeah, that's another they thing that they good. were trying to eliminate in this new bill is the ability for Americans to form a militia. All militias will be outlawed. Well, they can't do that. Militia, yeah, well, every time they, every time uh, we hear they can't do that, they're in the process of doing it. Yeah, exactly. That's, 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 it's only illegal again, if they if it. they get prosecuted. That's it. That's the only time it's illegal. Yeah. You know, and that's another you, thing. Speaking of illegal, Biden, right? He's not following the laws we have now. If they create a new law, what makes you think he's going to obey that? Well, that's why he needs to be impeached and get out. Because he's not following the law. Yeah, he's not following the law. And he doesn't, he's, not, he's got all the authority he needs to secure that border. He's not following the law, and, and many of them are abandoning their oath. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because they're thinking their oath doesn't mean anything anymore. They think we're already conquered, and now they have to make a life decision. They can either resist, and they think resistance is futile, or they can go along and hope for a seat at the table. Well, they'll only have a seat at the table until they're no longer useful, and then they'll be on the menu too. You know, all these people that are helping them, you know, back in the day, the Democrats used to be against the man, and they used to be resist everything and, and fight for your freedom. Now it's obey, obey everything. Well, people, the people don't know Jack's crap, Joanne. It's just like you're you going to throw Michelle. Michelle don't know nothing about running, a, a, being a president. No. Well, is That's a why I'm wondering if he'll make her vice president. What is it, a popularity show? That's all it is. People should well, not that's, that's that exactly what it is, though. So yeah. 
there's nobody in the Democrat Party more popular right now than Michael Robinson Obama because he's a nice lady. That's why we need to go back to the state legislatures appointing the vice president. Mm-hmm. Take that out of the hands of the voters and particularly the illegal voters. Yeah, There's ways to solve this. You just got to find somebody with enough gumption and enough scrotum to do what's right. And that's hard to do, especially look at the odds. There's only one man with the chutzpah to even attempt that right now. And you all know who he is. He's Trump. Did you see the interview, read the interview transcript between Tucker Carlson and Vladimir Putin? It was Not yet. No, he's dropping that interview at 6 tomorrow night, Eastern. You can get it to, off of, I think, Rumble. Mm-hmm. You can get it. It was a good yes. interview, what Putin said. Well, they said that the EU was talking about a travel ban on Tucker Carlson. I guess he's, he's thrown out of the EU, but he's home now. Hmm. You can tell he's home because that interview's coming out, and he wasn't going to drop it until he was safely at home. So he did make it back. Thank God. But, you know, we really should hear the other side. There's no reason we shouldn't be hearing the other side. And we all know, you know, Putin's going to say what's good for Putin. And he's not going to mess up like Joe Biden. But, you know, he might be saying some stuff worth listening to. And who knows, you know, if he's talking baloney, we'll know. We'll just say, ah, yeah, he's just saying that because he has to. But Putin's not a stupid man either. And you wouldn't go to war if it wasn't necessary. And now we hear Janet Yellen gave him a whole bunch of money to start a soft invasion in Ukraine. Mm-hmm. So is he a player? Did he just take the money? Did he do, I mean, what's going on with Putin? And did all those people die or did they just throw them out of Ukraine? You know, I know a lot of people ran off to Poland and Belarus and all those places. And uh, some people got killed. But we kept saying, you know, this guy's got a lot of visitors for a country at war. All these politicians going over there, getting their picture taken. He's running around the world. He's buying property in Miami. Um, that He entertained a lot of big names for a country at war. You know, I, I mean... During World War Two, I didn't see a whole bunch of people going over to meet with Hitler. You know, he wasn't entertaining guests on the regular. He wasn't hosting parties and dinner parties and, and state affairs. No one wants to go to a war zone. Was it really a war zone? What's going on over there? And where's all this money going? We're paying pensions and salaries? Why? Shouldn't that be Zelensky's job? You know? And the money we send over there. We're sending money to Zelensky. Zelensky takes his cut. Now, he's got to buy weapons and stuff. So he's not going to buy them from the Russians. No, he's going to buy them from Raytheon and Boeing and Honeywell and Lockheed Martin and, and whoever else is building munitions here. So that money's going back to them, this big industrial complex. And they're all taking a piece. Zelensky's taking his cut. The politicians are taking their cut. They've given us a border bill 
that's got 17% of the bill, has anything to do with the border, nothing to do, zero, for securing the border. But 17% was border issues, you know, feeding and, and housing and everything, the migrants. The rest was going to Ukraine and Israel. So why did why they call it a border bill? You know, that was like the inflation reduction. Because they can't, they can't call it a slush fund bill, that's why. Yeah. Well, it's deceiving. You know, the happy horse shit bill. That's what it is. Remember the Patient Protection Act that did everything but protect a patient? 80% of every bill goes into political slush funds. Only 20% of any bill has anything to do with what the headline says it is. Mm-hmm. And this time it's only 17%. Usually you get a full 20%, but not this time. And they want to shove it down our throat. And then the real agenda comes out because Schumer had a fit about it and said, okay, fine, we won't include the border. So we need a Ukraine-Israel bill. So the border wasn't important to you at all. Keeping that slush fund running is, though, isn't it? And why are we giving money to Israel and to Hamas? What's that about? You know every dime sent over to Palestine goes into Hamas's hands. They're in charge over there. None of that sees its way to the people. We've talked about this. They could have a beautiful Mediterranean seascape tourist destination. But instead, their main goal is to wipe Israel off the map. And every dime that goes over there goes to that goal. And the people live in squalor. Well, it's when you come down to Israel and Palestine, it's enough blame to go around. But here's, a, here's what the Putin said when Tucker asked, what is your opinion of President Biden? Putin, we're convinced he is not running the country. Let's say we have good sources that confirm that, but it's plain for anyone to see for themselves. The U.S. has now entered into a dark period. It has unaccountable leadership. He goes on to say, do you think Joe Biden won fair and square? Putin, I would rather not get into domestic American politics, but will say my embassy reported, hang on, my embassy reported your southern border was better run than the 2020 election. There you go. Is he wrong? We all saw it. We've been talking about it. We all see the same thing. That's, that's, you know, Putin's not wrong. We keep telling everybody that it's Obama's whole crew. Everybody from Jen Psaki to, I mean, Jake Sullivan, even that screwball Podesta has been showing his face. Hillary's been showing her face. Well, not all, but uh, but he, uh, but Podesta has a new jo- a new job. He's the he's the climate czar now. Yeah, yeah, because there's good money in it. And Kerry is busted. He don't want to go down for it, but he's busted for being a traitor and giving military secrets and a heads up to Iran if we were going to do any action. We still called them up and told them we're going to bomb this, this, and this in two weeks. So anybody who got killed in those warehouses and stuff, they're idiots because you had a two weeks notice to get out of there. 
what? And plus, his stepson, the Heinz kid, was involved in that Burisma, too. So Ukraine and Iran are going to be Kerry's downfall. So now he's going to just help with the campaign, with Biden's campaign, which is going nowhere. That's already reached its peak. It's reached its dead end. And I say by much, I think proof's right. It's going to be Michael Robinson, Obama, and someone else, probably Newsom. Because the DNC is not going to give Biden that ticket this time. And they don't have to. I don't care how many votes he gets in the primaries. It's a private organization. And they can put whoever they want on their ballot. You don't like it? Don't vote for him. Who would they put other than Gruesome? Because Big Mike is the selling point. Gruesome is not. So they can't flip that. And that's the only way that they can get Kamala out is they have to have a black person uh, go one step above because of their DEI qualifications that they have. Yeah. See, right now, Biden and Harris are on the ticket. If Biden comes to some sort of fate that he doesn't run. What's she going to do? What's Kamala going to do? She's going to have to run on her own. And that will cause a primary. She'll be primaried. And you're right. The only person that can replace her is another black woman because of the virtual signaling and all that. And Unless I they think, think some... Stacey Abrams can come out and run. That would be hilarious. I want to see no, Stacey Abrams in a debate versus Trump. No, she's too damaged. It would have to be Michelle. You know, Stacey Abrams, she's already had her time in the sun. She's not going anywhere. She's whiny. But Michelle, they've kept her pristine. And she doesn't want the job. That's what's making me think that she would be vice president on the ticket. Because Newsom wants the job. But then again, proof, you're right. They would have to put her in the top slot. And Newsom would have no problem being vice president. You know, he'd be a good little lap boy, and he'll just be vice president. Unless they think someone like Letitia James can come out and, and be president. No, she couldn't do it. I don't no, she's another one. She's got she's got too many skeletons. But not Michelle. She's pristine. And they kept it that way up there. What happened to the chef? The mysterious his mysterious death. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but as long as the mainstream media does not report on it, then it's okay. Well, somebody needs to get with the family and file some lawsuits. Yeah. Didn't Obama kill American citizens? He should. He's not immune from that. He should. They somebody. This family needs to sue him. They saying Trump is not immune from lawsuits. They well, saying Trump that. is not immune from from being uh, sued because of January the sixth, even though he was still the president. Right. And yeah, who was he going to overthrow himself? How are you going to overthrow the government when you are the government? You're the damn president. I don't know, but the thing that I'm saying about this, Joanne, is that conservatives don't do nothing. No. No, they no because they are the which is like the easiest slam dunk. Yes. 
They don't do anything. I don't understand it. They just wait for the damn sky to fall. Yeah, well, all they do is they yell and scream on Twitter and they yell and scream on TV. And then they think that their job is done. And then they vote behind our backs. Look at this guy Langford coming out there and, and touting this bill like it's some super really good bill. And he says it doesn't let 5,000 people in a day. No, it lets 4,999 in. They stop it at 5,000. So, you know, what if they just snatch up a little kid and drag him back over the border and just say, okay, we're at 4,999. And, and, and even so, Joanne, if it just ended there, that's bad enough. But when you're putting $60 billion into Ukraine... And uh, and you're allowing these NGOs to to expand operations. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's, and not only that, but there, there's more against us as as United States citizens. They they threw some stuff in there that would go against us. Yeah. Like we need more surveillance. Yep. Yeah, they, they put all that stuff in there, and then they expect us to swallow it. Like, oh yeah, yay, we got a border bill. Not yeah, and they're buying weapons for other countries. Yeah. Why do they work? Why are they giving weapons to Taiwan? What's the other thing? You give them military equipment, of course, to Israel. Let yeah. Israel take care of itself. What do we? What do we? We have no interest though in, in that part of the world. We if we energy the, uh, the uh, independent. We do have a treaty with Israel, and, you know, we're allies, and, and we have a defense treaty with them. But we haven't, other than giving them money, we haven't involved ourselves with any type of stuff. That, well, of course we haven't, but we're supposedly not involved in it. We're involved in all of it. You know, Biden even said, well, if we don't give Ukraine the money, we're going to lose the war. What do you mean we That money should gonna... stay in the... That money, Joanne, should stay in the pocket of United States citizens. Simple as that. Really? Like I said earlier, I don't see any other country taking taxpayer money from their citizens and sending it to the United States. No, you don't, and you won't. No. And we should be charging all these countries for all these migrants. You're absolutely right. Any aid you give to a country where they're coming from should be deducted. Yes, and then if there's a difference, send them a bill. You know, how many Venezuelans we got? If we're sending them, you know, $100 billion or $50 billion a year, and what's that money for to support their citizens, right? Well, if we've got this many citizens here, start deducting per head on what we would have given them. And then if it comes to more than what we would have given them, start charging them. Well, go and take over their oil. That's what China does when you renege on a loan that they give you. If you don't pay, then they take control of the seaport that they build and work it until they uh, they make their money back. So go to Venezuela and take over their oil fields. Yeah, now you know when Trump gets in, he's going to start trying to deport them. And they're going to say, no, we refuse to take them back. So what do you do then? Put them on the other side of the fence. You just start deducting money from that country, first of all, and start charging tariffs and make their life miserable. They'll be begging you to send the citizens back. 
They should put a surtax on, on... Don't buy Brazilian rem- oil. Don't buy Venezuelan oil. On remittances that they send back to the country, there should be a surtax on it. Yes. Stop all remittances. You know, we're giving these people $5,000 when they cross the border, and they're just handing it over to whoever got them here. So these NGOs... I'm making money off these people left and right. You know, they're not just pocketing that five grand. They got to pay the people that got them here. So we're giving, like, Catholic charities, we're giving them billions of dollars, and then the migrants are giving them card money or a percentage of it. You know, how are they staying in these hotels? They're just say, okay, I'm here, and, and you got to let me in, or are, they giving, or are they paying for it off those cards? They're making money left and right, and you know the migrants aren't going to be able to keep all of it. they got to be charged. That Adams, that Adams reminds me of uh, Ray Nagin saying that New Orleans will, will remain a chocolate city. Or what oh, he, was, uh, did somebody was say about Washington, D.C.? That was disgusting. That was a slap in the face. Uh, not only to the... Yeah, he to ended the, up going the, to prison. Right. What is people saying about what Adam said? No, I think it was. I think he was a jerk. Nobody's saying anything about it? And we all said it about Nick until you want a chocolate city. Well, what are you going to do when you get your chocolate city? Is that going to make your city any different? Is it going to make it better? Is it going to make it worse? I mean, you want to get rid of white people and brown people and beige people and yellow people and red people, and you just want black people? Well, go ahead, you know, but um, I don't think it's going to make much of a difference. You're still going to need money to run your city. You're still going to need services to run your city. You know, you're still going to need skilled people to run your city. I wish you all luck. But that's pretty shitty that you want to segregate everybody. I thought we were over that. I kind of like having a mixture around. No one's going anywhere. So why are they pitting each other against each other? Why are they pitting people against each other? So they can come in like Captain Savaho, that's why. <laughs> Maybe. But well, it sounds to me like, you know, they're, they're putting people in tribal regions. You know, pretty soon we'll have no-go zones. Like they do in Michigan, Dearborn. Well, since Obama was elected, there's this big fad now that Every black person thinks they can be president or governor or something of that nature. Well, they can, but you got to earn it. You know, and, and your skin is not a prize or a handicap. That's just the suit you're wearing. It's what's in your head and what's in your heart. What kind of skills you got. What type of motivation you have. So why did the That's people in New York vote for him? What did, what, did, what specialties did he have other than he was on the well, police? He's board. black and he's liberal and he's a Democrat. So that, that, that's the three things and he, he has up his sleeve. 
and he was a cop, and the people in New York are sick of the crime, and they thought he was going to help them. But you can't replace a Democrat with another Democrat. I don't care that he was a cop. He's a Democrat, and he'll do whatever the Democrats tell him to do, including shut up. Remember, well, the old was, lady that the old lady that was attacked. Why come she didn't pull a gun out and shoot her attacker? That I would have liked to see. <laughs> but people in New York, they're Democrats. They're afraid of guns. They disarmed themselves because they're afraid of guns. Didn't do them any good. They had a case like that in New Orleans where these uh, blacks carjacked this white woman car, and she mm-hmm. wouldn't let go, and she was drugged and finally killed. Yeah, that lady in New York was dragged, too, and she face-planted pretty hard. She wasn't killed, but she could have been. And where are they getting these scooters? There's a lot of them. There's like hundreds of those scooters. Electric scooters? Yeah. Probably stole them from, they used to offer them as, uh, in some cities where you could pay with your credit card and, you know, keep it for so long for transportation. So what happened, people took them and took the uh, mechanism off of them and kept them for themselves. Well, maybe they are, but they're running around New York grabbing people's wallets and cell phones right. and purses, and they drag that lady there. You know, these scooters, they just got like a whole scooter gang just running around, just pillaging. Them po- like, police officers, you probably had citizens that would have came to their rescue, but they were afraid they were going to get prosecuted like the one guy did with the subway guy. I know, that Daniel Penny. That poor guy, he's got $100,000 bail. But a whole gang beat up a couple of cops and they got out with no bail. They could have killed those cops. Yeah, he kicked them in the head and stuff. Well, why come the cops didn't shoot them? They probably aren't even carrying guns, the beat cops. (laughs) The cops said the cops that are riding around on the cruises have guns. But they the Joanne, they, arre- they arrested them. They went and arrested them. They found out where they were going. The ba- they got so much backlash in New York City with the Attorney General yeah. there. And so they went and arrested them in Arizona. Yeah, no, it wasn't going- the same, those weren't the same ones, it reported. They weren't? Well, they, they said that those the buses, the bus that, they were, that those kids skipped town on, and uh, the ones that they arrested in Phoenix, they said they had to wait for them to get to Phoenix because Phoenix actually is not a sanctuary city. And the bus route took them through Illinois, which is a sanctuary state, and then took them down all the way to New Mexico. But everywhere they stopped was in a sanctuary city or state. So the cops couldn't get them until they actually got to Phoenix. Imagine well, that. I heard on news that the ones that they that got the scene weren't the one that beat up the cops in in uh, New York. Yeah, the one that did the double bird. I looked at the ones that they arrested, and he didn't look like none of the, none of the four they arrested looked like the one that Probably gave not. the double bird. You know, that's pretty cheesy too. 
You beat up a cop, and then you just come sauntering out of the police station, flipping off. Well, sanctuary city should not should not prevent you from being uh, being uh, apprehended. Hell, if you go to another country, they come after you. Yeah, you know that just says that they won't let ICE get you to deport you. Well, what they should do is hire some bounty hunters. Simple as that. Have gun, will travel. Have some bounty hunters. I don't know if you saw Fox last night, but Hannity was interviewing one of the guardian angels, that Curtis Sliwa, and he had a bunch of guardian angels with him. And then you saw the guardian angels that were with him leave, and Sliwa was getting a little anxious. So Hannity was saying, what's going on? He said, yeah, they got they apprehended somebody over there. So Hannity's saying, turn the camera around, turn the camera around. So they did. And those guardian angels, the guy was throwing shots at them, and they were throwing shots back. They took him down. And then Sliwa was, he had so much, you know, excitement and adrenaline. He said, yeah. He said, the cops won't do anything, but the guardian angels will. And you're going to feel us come at you hard. That's who y'all you know. should have elected as mayor. Yeah, he should have been. But they were they were getting shots in with this guy. The guy was throwing shots at them, and they were swinging back. Cops can't swing back, but these guys were. I was kind of happy to see that. At least someone's doing something. The illegal had just robbed a store, and that's what the Guardian Angels were stopping them. They were right around the corner in Times Square, but they were around the corner from that Roosevelt Hotel. So that's what they do. You know, and how long before Times Square is shut down? Who's going to go there? I mean, I know it's a, it's a crap hole again now. When Giuliani was mayor over there, it was it was really nice. He got rid of all the the peep shows and the, and the strip bars and all that and turned it into a, a theater district and a, and a tourist mecca. Now it's back. There's a lot of drug addicts there, and now the illegals have taken it over. So no one wants to go there. So how long before those stores go out of business? You know, they're getting robbed all the time. People are getting robbed. I ran into Giuliani about a year and a half ago in the art museum in St. Louis. Yeah. I saw him down here at Fisherman's Village. He came down to give a speech. And, uh, yeah, he he was, he's not... A crazy old kook. He's sharper than people are saying. Things are really bad right now. I never thought this country would be in this condition. I'm very sad about it. Well, we have to fight back. Hardened illegals is just like the Fugitive Slave Act. You need to bring that back, and, and people should be deputized. They need to create, uh, come up with bounty hunters and go out to these folks. Yeah, but now everybody's scared. Like, you know, the Daniel Penny thing. You step up and you go down for it. You know, look at January 6th. That was a rally. It wasn't a riot. And people did go in the Capitol, but they were invited in. And they showed that guy, the Shama, who was just saying prayers, and he was fist-pumping the cops, saying thank you for, you know, being so civilized and protecting us. And they opened doors for him. They showed him around. And there was never one minute 
that he was in there, that he was unescorted by police officers. And they put the guy in jail. And then, you know, after he was done there, he just walked out and walked back into the street. And that's when they started hassling everybody. And that was such a setup, you know, that people are afraid now. You know, you want to go to a rally, you want to go and redress your grievances. You'd like to go and protest, but then they're going to track you down like the Northwest Mounties. And you're going to serve time. Now they're trying to make it illegal. They just come up with a bill that they're not going to let you gather. They're not going to let you protest. They're not going to let you redress your grievances. You can't they want to take away no your guns. They, they can't form a militia. Every yeah. bit of that is illegal. Absolutely. You can't have no bill that surplants the U.S. Constitution because the U.S. Constitution permits bills to even come into play. Yeah, but see, a lot of people don't know that. They're not teaching civics to our kids. And all these 10 million people that just came across the border, on top of the 50 million we had already here, they don't know about the Constitution or the Bill of Rights. What do they know? Well, they don't care about it. They're not sensitive to it. Yeah, they're not subjected to it. You know, they want to give them all the rights and and legal representation of a citizen, but then they treat them like it's hands-off because they're not a citizen. And all these people that were interviewed think because that they are here now with permission because they're asylum seekers that it's okay for them to vote, and they're voting for Biden. They were asked who they were voting for, and they said Biden. And they know enough of that. They know about voting. And, you know, AOC said that all these migrants are good for our economy. Well, how come they weren't good for their own economy? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, did they get better on the trip? They make a lot of money, they, you know, engaging in commerce? No, we are paying them to be here. We're sheltering them, we're feeding them, we're clothing them, we're entertaining them, we're transporting them, we're giving them money, we're securing them. They got more security in these shelters than you got in the street. Try to get into one of those shelters and interview some people. You got to go in disguise, O'Keefe just proved that. You know, he's been trying to get into these shelters, and they keep shooing him away and telling him that the sidewalk that belongs to them and get out of here. And You know, they got really good security in those places. A lot better than we than the actual Americans have in the street. People have to be secured from them. I'm not saying all the migrants are bad. You know, I mean... They're probably not. But they didn't send their engineers and their their doctors and nurses and none of that. They may not be all bad, but they're supposed to come into the country the legal way. That's right. You know, the wall doesn't mean keep out. It means use the door. I can't see where there's 11 million absentee workers. I'm just reading what Chipotle, they're filing for bankruptcy. And several other fast foods are filing for bankruptcy. Mm-hmm. 
going out of business, so they don't need no help. You got uh, Silicon Valley, where those people out there working on AI, they're taking their own jobs. Mm -hmm. I mean, tens of thousands have Silicon Valley laid off. And those people have got degrees in the the heavy STEM field. So these people that's coming across the border can't even speak English, haven't been educated. Yeah. What are they going to do? I know, like I said, they're not sending engineers and doctors and lawyers and nurses and stuff, plumbers, They ain't going to be picking fruits. Kids, four- and five-year-old kids ain't going to be out there picking fruits. Yeah. And meanwhile, the adults are sitting around getting a stipend and robbing little old ladies, beating up If you're going to bring them in, why don't you bring them in during harvest time, like they normally do? Yeah. And bringing all their drugs across. Now, you know they're purposely poisoning our young people. Why we need that kind of fentanyl? And it's not supply and demand, because we got more supply than we got demand. You know, Everything you can get a hit of Democrat... fentanyl now for a quarter. <laughs> Everything Democrats touch, they ruin. Oh, they've destroyed it. And I don't know why people keep voting Democrat. Right? You know... It's getting hard to justify voting Republican too, but Democrat, you know, you're not you're not going to change anything by voting for a different Democrat. It's still a Democrat. Now you got people cutting holes in the fence that was installed, cutting the razor wire. Where are the courts? Where are the outcry when Trump wanted to reallocate some military money toward putting up fences? There was all sorts of outcry. Judges yeah, didn't he, involve them. He wanted $3.8 billion to secure that border. That covered the border patrol. It covered the wall. It was paid for. All that had to be done was installed. The whole job was covered. It was already paid for. And you, Biden stopped you that. Had the, you had the governor of uh, New Mexico put out the statement that if any contractor work on that fence, they would no longer be working in Mexico. Now, what kind of crazy mess is that? Right. Well, New Mexico is a liberal Democrat state. So let them stay there. They don't want them. They're just passing through. And their border is a lot more difficult than it is in Texas and California and Arizona. Trump... Trump tried to give positions to blacks, and they were being ridiculed so much by liberal blacks that they mm-hmm. just went into hiding. Look how they treated Ben Carson with the oh, stuff that they called him. Now these people out here crying because they're been put out of areas in Chicago. Hell, why did you vote for Danny Davis? Why did you vote for Gus Savage over and over and over and over? Yeah. And look at Pritzker in Illinois. I mean, he's a flaming liberal, but not with his own money. And during COVID, COVID, he locked down Illinois, and then him and his family came to Florida. Yeah, he's heir to the Hyatt family. Yeah, and he, he came down here to Florida with his wife and family. 
because we were a free state and we didn't need masks and we didn't have to get COVID vaccines if we didn't want them. But he made the people in Illinois get them. The students, I mean, the state workers, all those city workers, they all had to get that vaccine. Now look at them. Now you die suddenly, and they don't even say the words died suddenly. Look at all the people dropping dead. And now Pfizer just come out and admit, I, they just got sued, as a matter of fact. Um, first legal, America first legal just sued them. Because they come out and admitted that it has less than 10% efficacy against any virus. Yeah, you have a 34% chance of die, uh, 30, 34 people die, so it saves one person. Yeah, Shit, that's I got not a good ratio. I heard that another friend of mine had a stroke and can't talk in the hospital. Messed mm-hmm. up. I asked him, did he have the shot? The guy I was talking to us, yes, he did. And he started going down afterwards. Mm-hmm. And look at all these aggressive cancers that people are suffering from. Look at Toby Keith just dropped in. Right. You know, you don't have cancer, and then the next thing you know, you're stage four when you find it. That's pretty quick, you know, if you had a regular exam and everything was all right, and then six months later, you're at stage four. That's aggressive. I've seen Natler at a hearing he had on a scam. Hmm. And the mask, even Fauci said masks don't work well you know that i mean look at the mask you have to wear when you're painting or using bug spray or you know like any type of gas or if you're you have to have a whole hazmat suit a a sealed suit to work in a bio lab you have to be completely encased in a suit so you think a mask made out of a little bit of cotton and a little bit of paper it's going to protect you, and, and, you know, I mean, if you think of how microscopic a uh, virus is, just compare it. We don't put up a chain link fence to keep out the mosquitoes. It's about the same <laughs> efficiency. Really, that's, that's a good comparison. Hey, while we're talking about medical stuff, I want to give you guys an update on my eyes. I had the second one done. I want to tell you all, I am a true recipient of an actual miracle. I was going blind. I was actually blind in my right eye and almost blind in my left eye. I had what was called keratoconus. And the only cure for that is an eye transplant. There is no cure for it. This doctor that I was I was told to check out, maybe he could help. Because I wasn't going to get an eye transplant. I'm just not a candidate for that mentally. But they told me to check him out, and he said that he could help. And it was a little pricey. I ended up spending $5,000 total for both eyes, which I guess it really isn't that bad. But we did the blinder eye first, and it worked. He cleaned out the eye, and he reshaped it, and he put a ring in there. And then this lens kind of looks like a disco ball. 
it's a 3D design. You know, he put the, the ring in there to hold my eye round because it was oval, like a cat's eye. And, of course, the cornea and the retina and everything were all separated. Um, then he they put that lens in there that he has designed. And I can see. So then I, I, and I was a nervous wreck. I was, ended up having to get knocked out, kind of. Not knocked out, but twilighted for the first eye. Well, the second eye, I was a little bit braver. And I watched a lot of it. And I didn't feel anything. Not one thing did I feel. Not even a little bit. But what a fascinating thing he did. I can still now see the ring of fire where he used the laser. And I can still see the stitches in, in the eye he did Thursday, last Thursday. The other eye is already healed. I can't see the stitches and the ring of fire is gone. So I am well he on the way the to the eyeball out? No, but he took the front of the eyeball off no. and did a lot of work inside and dropped a ring in there and a lens in there and then put the front of the eye back on and used glycerin stitches and a laser. So mm. now it's all healed. I've had to use antibiotic eye drops and a prednisone eye drop so that my body doesn't reject the lens. And this lens is precision for my eye. No one else will be able to ever use this lens. But it was designed specifically for my eyes. So it's a perfect match. And I'm telling you, I can see so much. Everything is so sharp. Oh, I had cataracts too. I can see everything so sharp and so clear. But it's kind of overwhelming because everything's big and closer now. And the colors are all much brighter. And I thought that I was seeing things that I actually wasn't. You know, the way things look to me is not how they look now. Things aren't wobbly and the lines aren't going all over the place and, you know, like blurred out. And I had black spots where there was like dead spots in my eye. Yeah, like floaters. But there were big patches of black where I couldn't see anything. It was just black. Yeah. But I could see a little bit out of the eye. But now, I mean, I, I can see so much clearer. There's much more clarity. And I can't wait to drive, but I'm, I'm kind of overwhelmed by, you know, when I see the traffic and how close the cars are and, and stuff. It's, it's making me a little nervous because they didn't seem so close before. Seemed like everybody was far away, and it just I couldn't read a license plate. I couldn't see. I actually couldn't see my computer when I would read something. I have a 37-inch computer screen, and I had to zoom zoom it to the max, and then I would have a magnifying glass in my hand so I could read the computer. I don't need any okay, of that you now. Read okay, can you read normal now? I can read normal. I'll never need glasses. I won't need bifocals or anything. This is a, a premium lens. And you wouldn't believe, I'm an avid reader, and I can't wait to read all these books that I've been collecting. It was such a chore to read. I That's even good. bought a I'm projector. Happy for you. I even bought a projector so I could put it on the books and I could see it on the wall. And I still had to use the magnifying glass, but not anymore. This doctor is amazing, amazing doctor. Is he and an Indian it, doctor? No, um, I think he's actually Syrian. Oh, okay. But he's 
got quite a resume. His name is Dr. Hagler, and it's Florida Laser and Eye Institute. And it's in Port Charlotte, Florida, and it's Dr. Hagley. And I'll tell you, it, the man is, I'm, I'm a, thank God, all the power and glory goes to God. And I thank him. I'm so humbled by this. You know, thank you for sending this doctor into my life. And thank you for letting him have the skills that he has. Because it, it's just an amazing, amazing thing. That sounds great. Yeah, not only did he restore my, he, he didn't just improve my vision, he restored it. Yeah, that sounds I, great. I didn't even realize how blind I was. And now I can see very, very well out of both eyes. And I am just humbled and floored by it. Thank you, God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Dr. Hagley. And thank you to my family who paid for it. I got to pay them back. But they paid for the surgery. My daughter's chipped in. So it's all paid for. I don't owe him a penny. I would never owe him a penny. I don't care if it took me the rest of my life to pay it back. The man's getting his money. You're in it. <laughs> but just for anybody out there who's going blind, there is hope. There is hope because I had one of the worst cases. You know, when, when I first went into his office, he, you know, he made me look through all his machines and he measured my eyes and stuff. And then he said, read that. Tell me which line you can read. And then he just looked at me. He said, you can't see that. Never mind. Because he knew just with his, all his fancy machinery that he was measuring my eyes and looking at it. So his name is Hegley. H-E-G-L-E-H. Joseph Hegley. And he's one of the leading experts. He's a teacher. Yeah, there were students in the room, too. And before... The student went in with me. I said, you're not going to get grossed out, are you? And he said, no. So I said, all right, you can come in. <laughs> but um, the students learned a lot. This guy just worked on my eye like he's, he's been doing it all day, every day, his whole life. And this is a new procedure that he designed. He's just got skills that are unmatched. And it's Florida Eye and Laser Institute in Fort Charlotte, Florida. And that's all I got to say about that. I just wanted to thank you for listening. But miracles do happen, and I know and I know at first hand, God is real. So, I, you know, it's good to talk about success once in a while. So anyhow, let's get back to what we're doing. What did you say? I said it's always good to to bring up some good news. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. So now we can get back to the the news. You know, in South Dakota, where Christy Nome is, she put a ban on foreigners buying farmland. You know, she put a ban on GMO, too. Can't use GMO seeds in her state. So I forgot to bring that up. We can they don't they don't use GMO seeds in Europe. Italy absolutely banned it. They banned lab grown meats. They banned a lot of things. I was told by a friend of mine who just got back from Europe 
that they sell a lot of the products in the stores that we sell here, like cereals, like Cocoa Krispies and stuff. Mm-hmm. But the cereal doesn't look the same, and the boxes don't look the same. They don't allow right. all that artificial stuff in their foods. Like over in Italy, over in France, the stuff that they put in, in the foods here, like the BHT and all those preservatives and additives, they don't put them in the foods over there. If the American companies like General Mills want to sell food, they can't use GMO corn and things like that in the, the products they sell in Europe. So the people in Europe are eating better than we are. That could explain why they don't have the obesity and, and a lot of the um, stomach illnesses. Exactly. That, you know, because we, we got liver and kidney diseases. We got a lot of people getting ulcers and the kidney stones and things like that. All of those can be, go back to the GMO. Anything to do with the digestive tract. GMO is not good for that. And why would we alter foods? You know, I know it's job security for the people who are using the GMO because they get to manipulate the seeds and the abundance of the fruiting for that one planting. But then the next year they got to buy all more GMO seeds and they got to plant them in a different place, in a different track of land. So that they'll fruit. And they got to add more dirt and stuff to the track that they used for the first planting. There is no second fruiting. But if you were to buy vegetables and fruits from the Amish people, they don't use all that GMO and they don't use pesticides and stuff. So if you go to an Amish market and you buy yourself some green peppers and some strawberries and things like that that are grown by the Amish, they will have heirloom seeds in them. You know, I make it a point to save the seeds. That's where we shop is with the Amish for for Jolene's store. And we don't use any GMO products in that store. So I've been saving all the seeds. You know, we use a lot of green peppers, use a lot of strawberries. We use raspberries and blackberries and all those things. So I've been saving all those seeds. And I suggest everybody else do it too. If you can get your hands on heirloom seeds or naturally grown seeds, do it. Because the chips are hitting the fan. And inflation's only going to get worse. Right now, they're trying to keep gas prices as low as possible even if they got to subsidize it because of the election coming up. But you watch as soon as that election is over. The election's November 5th. November 6th, mm-hmm. oil is going to jump, depending on who wins. If Biden, God forbid, wins or a Democrat wins, oil's going to jump to 7 bucks a gallon the very next That's day. That's the start. The very next day, and then it's just going downhill from there. Stock market will crash mm-hmm. instantly if a Democrat is elected. Because then you're out of hope. You know, every time Trump has a, a slight win, the stock market goes up. Like when he won the primary up there. Yeah. The 
stock market did better. But as soon as they announce more charges or a court loss or something, the stock market toilets, like it did yesterday. So just in the stock market, it's people's pensions and people's um, 401ks and stuff that they keep in the banks, and the banks all play with the money. But that's a rich man's game if you're into the stock market. You either put a lot of money in and make a lot of money, because putting a little money in isn't going to really give you too much of a return. And you can only play with what you can afford to lose. So I wouldn't use it as a good indicator. What What's a good indicator is walk around a shopping mall or walk around a grocery store and look at the prices. Hey, look Joanne, the there's a, there's a guy on, on uh, YouTube. He is a constant, goes to the store every day, and he goes to the various stores, and he says the prices are taking off again. He has a big mm-hmm. YouTube channel, and I watch him as much as possible. And he says the prices are just going outrageous right now again. Yeah, they are. It's taking a big jump. Even, you know, just, you're right, every day. Every new shipment that comes into the store. All right, say green peppers. I paid a dollar ninety nine for one pepper. Hmm. That's a lot of money. You, you used to, just three years ago, you could get a dozen green peppers for a dollar ninety nine, depending on where you got them. Things are things are really creeping up there. And shrinkflation too. Did you notice the bags are getting smaller? But the right, price exactly. is either the same or more. Would you say shrinkflation? Yes. Yeah, but it's okay. Keep voting Democrat. I don't know why people keep voting Democrat. It's like Stockholm Syndrome. What about all those fast food workers that got the raise up to $20 an hour? You think that's ate up already? Oh, sure. $20 an hour, it might as well be $7 an hour now because of the price of things. $20 $20 an hour is probably not even enough now. No, all the fast food restaurants, so many of them are shutting down in uh, California right now. They can't afford it. No. And how, I mean, how much are you going to raise your price? Who's going to pay 14 bucks for a burger? And that's what they cost. You know, if, if these small store owners have to go up in their prices. You just figure. I mean, Friolator oil was $12 three years ago. Now it's $35 just for the big thing for the, you know, for the Friolator. 35 bucks. So how is a small business going to pay that and then keep the prices the same as they were? They got to go up too. Otherwise, you're going to go out of business. Did you see the economy, the figures they uh, put out, how the economy is going so good? We have so many new people in the jobs. Did you see that last week? I did. I saw that. 
Let me explain it to you. That's not full-time jobs. They're Mm -hmm. counting people that have two or three jobs. They're counting that as a full-time job. It's a bunch of smoke and mirrors our government's doing to us. Yeah, I saw something about that, and I saw that um, three million, all right, six million of the jobs don't exist, and three million of the jobs that they said. So now we're talking nine million jobs that they claimed. Three million of them were government workers, and the rest were part-time jobs. Yeah. So I'm going to send you the. Oh, I'm going to send you the chart on that. Be okay. shocked. Yeah, well, you know, they're, they're lying to us left and right. And I don't know why we're still buying it. I don't I don't know what's taking us so long to figure out what the deal is. Oh, Joe sent me something that says here, Rudy Giuliani suggests that St. Zelensky is blackmailing Joe Biden because he has bank account numbers and files on him that no one else does. Wow. Yeah, that's the interview I saw today. He did with yeah. Roseanne. Yeah, but but uh, but allegedly, uh, allegedly Brandon's also making money from drug cartels. Of course he is. Of course yeah. he is. Like I said, it takes whole governments to allow this to happen. So the government has to be allowing that fentanyl to come in. they got to be getting a piece of it. And the drug cartels, you know, they're paying off the politicians. They're paying off the cops. They're paying off the Mexican military. They're paying off American politicians and some border patrol. And everybody's getting a piece. And that poison is coming in and purposely killing our young people. You know, they can't come in and shoot them with a gun, so they're going to poison them. And that's what it is. You know, I mean, back in the day, if if people were abusing drugs, they were eating like pain pills. And some people did overdose. But a lot of people stayed high for years on pain pills. Not fentanyl. One pill can kill. Mm -hmm. And it depends on who's making these, these counterfeit pills and this counterfeit powder, how strong it is. You know, some people cut it more, some people cut it less, and you, you, they don't, they're not measuring. You know, these people aren't pharmacists, they are drug dealers. And I don't know how killing off your customers is a good business plan, but they're doing it. There is so much fentanyl, I mean, you, you're seeing overdoses in every neighborhood, not just the cities. Forty percent of the people who die of overdoses live in the city. Guess where the other sixty percent live? Everywhere else outside the city. So it's it's not just a city issue; it's an everybody issue. One hundred and seventy thousand people lost a loved one last year to fentanyl overdose. That's a big number. When you're losing, you know. Uh, 200, 300 people a day on this drug. you got to put a stop to it. And the border being wide open, you know they send a caravan with 1,500 people all at the same time to cross at the border. 
So the Border Patrol all has to rush to that area where the 1,500 people are. And that leaves the other sectors wide open for the Godaways. You know, that it's like they did in Las Vegas. They create a scene on one side of town because there was something they had to do on the other side of town. And they wanted to bring all the cops and first responders to the first thing and get them out of the way. You know, it's the same thing with the, with the drug dealers. They get all the cops and all the responders to go to the where the big action is. And then they can just sneak across the border. Did you see the filth, the rubbish, the debris, the damage down there just to the environment? Where's all these climate activists? Hey, what street is that laser center on Pompeo? Tamiami Trail, Port Charlotte, Florida. It's at Tamiami Trail and Olean in Florida, in Port Charlotte. I can tell you the address, actually. Let me go back to my post here. Okay, it is at 3195 Tamiami Trail, Port Charlotte, Florida. It's also one, he's got an office in Sarasota and an office in Arcadia. Well, you want his phone number? It's 941-883-2020. That's a good number, 2020, like 2020 vision. (laughs) Yeah, I'm trying to find. I found I found the a guy with that name you spelled. I find right. here free. All right, it's Florida Eye and Laser Institute, and his name is Joseph there A. Egler. H e g l e h. H e g l e h. Yes. And you look him up and look at his um his bio. Guy's got all kinds of accolades. I yeah, he's the one in Charlotte. Yeah, I've been telling everybody about him. His phone's probably ringing off the hook. Cause I went to Bingo the other night and I told everybody there, and three people asked me for his card. One of them is a good friend of mine whose mother had a stroke and she's blind. She wants to see if he can do anything to help her. So, I just, you know, and, and and he's very, like, abrupt. He knows his stuff. He's friendly and talks to you and stuff, but he's not like a squish. He's just all business. What a, it's, I'm just amazed at how successful it was. And if I can help anybody else avoid blindness, I'll give you his number. It'll be worth it to take a trip to Port Charlotte. We've got lots of hotels. we even got a Sunseekers resort here. Punta Gorda has an airport run by Allegiant Airlines. Um, they fly out to Baton Rouge, by the way, into Punta Gorda. On a, if you look up Allegiant Airlines... 
They got trips for like $49 each way. Oh, okay. They fly, they fly to Baltimore. They fly to Baton Rouge. So I was thinking about going out to Louisiana to see JoJo. And I don't know how far from Cattle Parish Baton Rouge is, but I can get to Baton Rouge. Just My daughter lives in Punta Gorda. It's about five miles from, I'm five miles from the airport. But they also fly into Sarasota. And Sarasota is right near us. Fort Myers is near us. Tampa is a little further away, but those are the airports around me. Tampa, Sarasota, and he's got an office in Sarasota, too. Um, Punta Gorda is an airport, and Fort Myers. So that's how you can get to my area. But if you go on Allegiant Airlines, you're four and a half miles from his office. Or if you go to Sarasota, you're probably two miles from his office. So, you know, if you need any eye surgery, I would highly recommend the guy. So what do you what do you think is going to happen now with this border? Because Biden really threatened us yesterday. I don't know if you guys heard his speech, but I'm getting really, really concerned about how much more he's going to do. He's going to double and triple up on us. Spring is coming. You know, so it's not well, going to be cold. You know, federal government can't come into a state unless the governor invites them. Isn't that what happened during Katrina? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And... The Bush wanted to let FEMA come in and uh, the governor had to allow it. Yeah. The governor has FBI, to request it. FBI, RS are not supposed to come knocking on your door wearing a weapon. They got to check in with the sheriff. And see, Joanne, until people get back to putting this thing back the way it should be, it's going to continue to run amok and people's Constitution protection is going to be trampled on. Yeah, well, we got to start reteaching civics to the parents because they're going to have to teach their kids at home. The schools are not going to teach the children civics. No school is going to, no government is going to teach the children how to overthrow it or what their rights are. You know, they're yeah, teaching these right. kids to be little activists and gay. They're not teaching them how to do math. You know, how are they going to get jobs? How are they going to ever be able to read a, a tape measure? Well, they don't expect them to job? live that long. That's why. That's true. And they've feminized our men. We have to go back to masculinity and femininity. You know, we don't want our men to be feminine. We want our men to be masculine. They even tell us that masculinity is toxic. No, it's not toxic. That's a terrible thing to say. That's an awful, awful, terrible thing to say, that masculinity is toxic. No, it certainly isn't. And if any woman would tell you the truth, they'd tell you it's intoxicating. You forgot a few letters. You know, I'm not attracted to feminine men. You know, if I wanted to hang around with the girls, I'd hang around with the girls. 
I'm attracted to manly men. And let me tell you something, all you women out there. When the chips hit the fan, you better have a strong partner. Somebody who can lift heavy things and, and help you do guy, can do guy stuff while you're doing women's stuff. And women can do what men do, and men can do what women do. But if you think I'm as strong as, say, you guys, I'm a pretty strong woman, but I'm not as strong as any of you men. And it's it's a fool's errand to believe that. And there's things that I can do that you guys can't do. And if we if we, you know, realize that, we're going to get along a lot better. But I never want to hear anybody say masculinity is toxic. They're associating masculinity with abuse or something. Well, any gender can be abusive. And the gender Gestapo they got out there, they're the most abusive. God forbid you screw up a pronoun. They'll be all over you abusing you. And we don't need that anymore. And while we're all interested in that, we're being invaded with our replacement. We're being laughed at. Putin's laughing at us. If I was Putin, I'd be laughing at us too. It's a sad state of affairs we're in right now. This great country, this beautiful gift. And we've squandered it. And we've just allowed it to be taken over by people who do not have our best interest in it. I mean, they want us dead. They want to disarm us. So somehow someone's going to get us dead. They don't care how. I mean, even Bill Gates said that he wanted to euthanize us, but he wanted to make it as painless as possible. So they're all for these vaccines. Hey, if you die, you die. I'm I'm scared for us. Here's another question posed to Putin. Tucker, one poll in America shows you more popular than Biden. Any reaction? Putin. I don't know if that should be taken seriously, but Russian ideas have support. <clears throat> we believe in traditional values, marriages between a man and a woman, men are men, and women are women. <laughs> yeah. You know, and, and if, if someone's going to transition, somebody wants to be what they're not biologically, and they're an adult, you know, well, what am I going to say about it? I can't say anything about that. But don't push it on the kids. And don't expect other people to lie because you're lying. You know, you can't force somebody to lie. That's coerced speech. Forcing somebody to call you a woman and you're not a woman. You're forcing them to lie. You're coercing them. That's not freedom of speech. That's bullying. You know, you'll be accepted and you are who you are. You know, no one really cares. But just leave the kids alone and, you know, do your own thing. That's all I got to say. I don't, I'm not attracted to feminine men. I'm not attracted to uh, 
woman who used to be a man or a man who used to be a woman or whatever the, the multiple is now. Then there's a lot to be said for traditional values and traditional families. This, our government has made it so we can't have a traditional family anymore. You can't live on one paycheck. Back in the day, you know, the, the father worked or the mother worked, and you could make it on one paycheck. You could support a home and send your kids to, you know, private school and stuff on one job. Now you're lucky you can pay the rent with one job. Most people need two jobs. So now you've taken the father out of the house and the mother out of the house, and you've dropped the kids in the lap of the school who has now taken over the kids. And how are you going to feed those kids and clothe those kids and shelter those kids if you don't have any money, so you got to work? Things have gotten yeah, things a lot of control. Changed. Here's and, another one here. Okay. Check this one out. Congress may only vote on single-issue bills that include within the bill the constitutional authority of such bills from Article One, Section 8. Now, if you look at this bill that they're talking about today with the border protection, providing money for Israel, the Ukraine, Taiwan, and weapons for other nations, that's not a single-issue bill. No. No, it isn't. Not at all. And what is the constitutionality of it? Well, what What's the authority for this? all this foreign aid? Did the taxpayers who are giving the money to this country approve of that? Do we vote for that? And are we really represented when every bill they're passing is another way to strip us of rights. Every bill they've passed since Obama has had some sort of an attack on our civil rights. Did you know that? Even with their gun laws and their their red flag laws and, you know, a lot of the, the laws they're passing, no gathering, you have to keep walking on a sidewalk, you can't stand still on a sidewalk. No loitering. So, and all this property that they've taken. The only property the government should take is to for a military base. And it has to be, what, less than 100 miles or something? In a state, they can't have more than that, between 100 miles. So you can't have two bases 50 miles apart. These national parks and stuff, you know, first they take the park and they say, okay, it's a national park. And now they tell people you can't go in there. They could charge a fee for maintenance. But what do you mean you can't go in there? The government shouldn't have any properties that are off limits unless it's a military base. And that is covered in the Constitution. But you can't tell people they can't go into public property. So when they're housing these illegals in there and they're throwing kids out of there, that's illegal. Mm-hmm. You know, telling kids, yeah, you we're, we're taking over, right, say, 
where did they want to put them? Some national park, and everybody said no. But they were telling people, no, no more tourists and stuff, because they're going to use that land to build property for the illegals, to build housing for the illegals. And it was a federal, federally controlled property. I shouldn't say federally owned, because the feds don't own it. That's another thing, too, the word soup they use. You know, they say, like, government funds. They're not government funds. They're taxpayer funds. And they're not government-owned. They're government-operated. They're publicly owned. But they changed the words around, and, and people think that now they're off-limits. Or that these governments have some sort of authority over you. Even our gun rights say shall not be infringed. But they infringe on them every day. And like these red flag laws, say I didn't like your attitude, or we broke up, and I call the cops on you and say, oh, he threatened me. And I can have your guns taken away. Even if I haven't heard from you in a year, all I got to do is say, you threatened me, and he owns guns. And they'll come to your house and take your guns. And then you got to prove you're not a threat to get them back. Well, they didn't prove you were a threat to take them. They just took someone else's word for it. So I don't know about the constitutionality of that. You know, it's true. Some people shouldn't. Statehood Amendment, Section 1. A four-fifths majority approval of the state legislature shall be required to grant statehood to any United States territory or domain or to the District of Columbia, or its successors. These are things that were brought up in for the Article 5 Convention of States. Mm-hmm. A lot of them. I don't know about a Convention of States, which, you know, they would have to be very, very specific and keep it... We got three proposals with, that are. Yeah, but they got to keep it within that bounds because once you open up that Constitution, they can put anything they want in there. Well, you're not opening up the Constitution. What you're doing, you're amending it. You know, people say it only takes 13 states to kill the whole thing. So we know we can find 13 states that will be against deleting the Second Amendment. Knowledge to yeah, no state should delete the Second Amendment, but we know we got at least twenty five states that would go against something like that, and it would be the same twenty five states that are helping out Texas. The federal government should have no authority to compel health care or to regulate health care, including by the use of federal funds. Federal government has no authority to regulate education, including by the use of federal funds. Where is that? Because they're doing exactly the opposite of that. That's that's one of the proposals that when the oh, that's a survey went out, right. it's a good proposal. Was for putting forth what they thought should be changed. That is a good proposal. They should have no authority. Well, 
Hey, Proof, did you uh, receive your bats on Brave? I complained oh. they gave me mine for January. Oh, did they? Oh, I didn't complain. I complained and told them I haven't received any bats since, I think, June of 2023. I said, I asked them, I said, then why am I still receiving these notifications? You know, advertisers, if you're not going to pay the people for visiting these websites. Oh. So let's see what let's see what they do. Yeah, it's the when you use the Brave browser and when you visit websites you get paid what they call basic attention tokens, which can be exchanged for cash when you are tied into an exchange. It's not nothing. It's not winning the lottery, but uh, it's something. Elon Musk, when you got a premium prescription, that eight dollar a month thing with the little blue check, you yeah. can you qualify for money for visits and usage and stuff. And I know a couple of people who got some big checks from Elon Musk just for you know the influence that they have and and tweeting and, you know, people who retweet them and, and how many views they get and stuff, their web activity is worth mm-hmm. a lot of money. And Elon Musk pays off regular. So he's running a good business over there. Boy, I would love an opportunity to sit down with him and just talk to him. I want to just pick his brain. I don't idolize him or anything. I don't I don't idolize any human. But I would just really like to know what he knows. I would like to sit down with Donald Trump too. You know, I want to I want to know what they know. And I you know, I well, want to talk know, to Elon Musk too cuz I got a lot of of ideas. And Joanne, I know he that, came from humble beginnings. Yeah. Yep, he sure did. Matter of fact, they all did. Bezos I don't know about Zuckerberg. The guy that uh, came up with UPS, he borrowed money from his grandmother. Mm-hmm. Donald Trump borrowed money from his father. Yeah. You know, I don't have no problem with people becoming wealthy if they do it legally. I'm right, not like these other people. They seem like they have the spy. Do you, you know, corporations, you got good corporations that provide jobs, and other things, the better people lives. And you can't mm-hmm. say the things that come out of Elon Musk, especially with his space adventures, is not helping to put this country ahead. But no, you got uh, like that uh, up there where he was uh, had his company at. Where was that Maine? I guess it was. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know if it's the Secretary of State, but they coming down hard on him. So he's talking about shifting over his business out of uh, Texas because it's yeah, more friendly. Yeah, he wants friendly. to move to Texas out of California. I know that. Yeah. So yeah, uh, but, that makes You know, I, I got a lot of ideas on energy, and I know that he knows so much, and there's no gas stations in space, and they're putting rockets and, and things on Mars. So they're getting there somehow. 
So they're using some sort of energy. They're not just floating there. Well, f- space is going to be the, f- it is the final frontier. Mm-hmm. And uh, a young people, see, here's the thing. Every young child should have the ability and the resources to explore. They should have chemistry sets. They should have electrical, electronic sets where they can build little radios and make lights flash and this, that, and the other. Because Mm -hmm. what happened that, that inspires their creative, innovative mind? Mm Mm-hmm. Because every child, no matter what they look like, they have something within them that can be turned into something highly productive and beneficial for humans. Just like you, yep. your eye surgery. That gentleman, yep. I don't know his, know his background, but I would imagine he probably came from some humble beginnings too and, and had an idea and he pursued it. Now look what he's doing. Yeah. You know, he went to medical school and he taught medical school and he taught laser and, and, you know, he learned and taught laser. He learned how to do the 3D printing. He learned how to, you know, he learned a lot. And then he shared that knowledge and now he's teaching others. But he operated on my eye the same way that I would make a soup, you know, just do it. Just go out there and do it because I do it every day. So it's it's a second nature. And to him, this operation was a second nature. He just got in there. He did what he did. He didn't hesitate. He didn't fumble. He didn't nothing. He wasn't. He was very confident, very, very confident. And that's what I think I admired most about him. He knew what he could do. And he got that point across. And he was very successful. You know, and, and he told me up front. It's either going to work or it's not. So we'll do the blind eye first. And when that blind eye came back to life and I could see, and everything was different, and then that blind eye was doing better than my eye that wasn't as blind. (laughs) Things just, you know, I realized how blind the other eye was. But what did you say when you could finally see well? Did you holler or jump up and down? No, I just, I thanked him. And, of course, I had an appointment the next day. I brought him flowers, and I brought him snacks. And I just thanked him profusely. I made sure that he got paid. And I just, you know, I, I, I couldn't thank him enough. And he was, you know, he smiled, and he was said he was glad he could help and all of that. But I told him, you didn't just improve my vision, you restored my vision. And I don't know if I can ever thank you enough. He said, but here, I'll start with flowers and snacks. How's that? <laughs> mm. Here's yeah. another Article 5. The Federal United States Congress shall only meet biannually on all odd-numbered years for the legislative session. Special sessions may be convened when needed or if the President of the Senate shall deem proper. You know, you got some. I think, uh, I think Texas. What do they meet every three years or something like that? They legislature. They not yeah. there every day. Congress used to be a part-time job. People would convene. 
get the business of the country done, and then go back to their homes. And if a special session was called, then they would go in for that. But they had, you know, like two or three times a year that they met. And they passed bills. And now it's a, you know, we're paying them full-time wages. It's a career instead of a service. They wouldn't, our founders didn't want people to be lifers in politics. They wanted to come in, do a uh, tour, I guess you call it, like you do a tour or service, and then be gone. Leave it to the next person. That's why they put a term limit on president. And they set up the terms for Congress every two years and the Senate every six years. The Senate part of our bicameral our, you know, organization, the Congress, they represent the, or they used to, represent the interests of the country. And the Congress was to represent the interest of the people because both the country and the people had a stake in how things went. But every six years for a senator, because the country's business wasn't really going to change much. They had to, you know, help with the economy. They had to keep the borders secure and whatever else you do to run the country. The Congress was to be closer to the people. Those were the people's representatives. So every two years, because people's needs and stuff change. And if you don't like your congressperson, you can get rid of them in two years. That's how they set it up. And then both the Congress and the Senate have to agree before you can pass any bill because now it covers the interests of the people and the country. Because you've got the federal government on one side. But now the Senate is... All bills are to be written by Congress. That last bill was sent by the Senate. That border bill? Those are all senators working on that. That's not Congress. And what about the laws that previous Congresses and presidents passed? Congress passed them and presidents signed them. And a lot of these people, these lifetimers like Schumer and Pelosi and Maxine and, you know, all, the, all these, these full-timers, McConnell, Grassley, they've all been around a long time. So these are the laws that they passed. Why are they not insisting that the laws that they passed be enforced? Those are your freaking laws. You bought, You wrote them. Voted on them. The president signed them. So now Joe Biden comes along and he can just blow it off. He doesn't have to pay attention to those laws. He wants new laws. Makes you think he's going to pay attention to new laws. And now he's not deporting people. He's releasing more into the country. And he's cutting down on more border patrol. So he's punishing us for not passing that bill. Well, yeah, he he needs to be gotten rid of the call for that. Check this one out. They can't even impeach Mayorkas. How are they going to impeach Brandon? Mayorkas was the easiest slam dunk in the history of the United States. Yeah, now they've got to wait for Scalise to get back. He's having cancer treatment. So when he gets back to work next week, they're going to try it again. I think that's why that last guy that was going to vote yes, changed his vote to no, so it could be brought up again, because he knew 
that it wasn't going to pass. So instead of having it shelved and dead right there. Here's another one. Congress shall make no law requiring citizens to buy any product or service. Congress shall make no law requiring citizens or companies to produce a product or service. Good. Good. Does that include health care? There's Good. over 80. Proof, you got, what's your uh, email address? Have I got your email address? Uh, it's easy, proof at freedomizerradio.com. I'm going to send you this. Then you can get it to right. uh, Joanne. All right, proof send him and... your email, too. Have him forward me your email, too. Are you on Facebook? Yeah, yeah, but I try to stay off of it because it takes too much down of your time. Proof at it, what, what, what is it again, Proof? Proof at freedomizerradio.com. Okay, I got you. Joanne, I try to stay off of Facebook. It takes up too much time. Yeah. But I'm on there. Are you under your name? Bianchi? Yeah. Van Coley, B A N K O L E. Proof at Freedomizer. Freedomizerradio.com. All right, I'm going to Correct. send you a friend request because I can send you messages through that. But I'm going to send you a friend request. It's Joanne Moretti, and I have a blue owl as an avatar. Okay, I'll look for it. Yeah, I didn't use it. I didn't you know use that picture. you know that guy Haldeman who done the demonstration in the court showing with a pen how he can alter the count on those machines. Yes, I posted that on Facebook and they gave me a two day restriction. Then I went back and said, "Well, hell, I got this off the newspaper." Then they gave me a six day restriction. So I said, <laughs> "The heck with them." Yeah. Welcome to the bottom of the, the newspaper. <laughs> They must have some really nutbags working for them. I'll tell you the truth. They really must have. Well, the fact well, checkers no, they said get George Soros money. They're not stupid. They get George yep. Soros money. Yep. And the fact checkers that Facebook used for the vaccine and stuff, they worked for Pfizer. Exactly. So they weren't fact checkers at all. Well, you're down to two minutes. I guess I'll pull out of here. I'll send you that uh, this article. But it was a pleasure, as usual, and uh, be safe, and we'll meet again. All right, kiddo. Good night. Thank you for calling in. Joe, you still with us? No, he's All right, done. Joe probably fell asleep. Joe, thank you for calling in. Proof, thank you for having me, and I'll do right by you. You go and... Save this country tomorrow, all right? Don't worry about the show. I'll be there. Good night, everyone. All right, sounds good. So, everyone, please support the other shows on the network. It's not just the proof negative show here, but until tomorrow, hold on to the handrail. Hold alive. Remember, only you can prevent forest fires. I am proof negative, and I am proof.
Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.